you know our town reno and the biggest little streets instagram have a podcast yeah it's part of the overall our town reno street reporting collective the podcast has interviews of heroes and sheroes of reno it looks into our unaffordable housing crisis and efforts to hashtag help each other out it also has keep reno rad interviews with local artists find it wherever you get your podcasts by looking for our town reno our town reno What's up, Up of the Mixers? We've got another ad from a friend of the show. And it's your friendly neighborhood toy store. Katie Empire is your local premium pop culture and vinyl toy store in the Reno Sparks area. They specialize in designer figures, amazing anime merch. Katie Empire carries many rare and limited pieces from some of the top artists and companies. They are located at 433 Pyramid Way in Sparks. For new arrivals, make sure you check out their Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at KD Empire. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the honeycomb hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar, Mr. R. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Florida, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, and Mr. Capacula Cook, Mr. Brunch, and Luffa also. Now Poppy with the bad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? Only the hint of the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and tracksuit Bobby! Woo, I haven't said that in a while, and it feels great. What you know about that, son? Yeah, it feels coming great. It feels great. Coming in hot. Yeah. We're going, you know, it's Friday night. It's Friday night. My energy's here. I had a 10-hour work day and a, you know, hour and a half at public house, and now we're here. Yeah. How was your week? How was your week? Working overtime? <sighs> Week's good overtime. Overtime, I take it when I can, because, you know, working for the man, they don't pay shit, and it sucks, especially with inflation. I hate going to the grocery store, spending 300 bucks for the family, and I feel like I don't get nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's tough in these streets. Yeah. And I just want Leo to get potty trained because that'll that'll save me like a buck every <laughs> two weeks. I'm like, come yeah, on, Leo. Diapers. Come on. Diapers and what? Maybe I'm, I might still buy wipes later on just because they're so necessary. You got the white tee on. The wipes work great. You know, babies are naturally dirty anyways and that fucking fantastic. Which will just go through way less. Yes. Way less. <laughs> you know? So, Leia, shout out to you. Use the fucking toilet, baby. Please. <laughs> please for daddy. You know, how was your, how was your, we had a great weekend last week and Sean told everybody about it. Uh, we're not going to tell everyone about it. You know, <laughs> we went, we had, we did the bachelor party. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Some people, um, couldn't handle themselves. If you know us, you could probably guess which people <laughs> Very couldn't easily. handle themselves, but we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, good time. We had it all. We did some, you know, nostalgic, uh, you know, entertaining, uh, games yeah. that, uh, you know, you play in college and people couldn't, you know, it's funny. Cause when I sent pictures to the lady, he's like, you guys are a bunch of nerds. And I was like, you want us to go to the strip club hmm? Hmm? <laughs> or do you want us to play cards together and just fucking get fucked up? Like yeah. your choice, baby. Like and then she's like, you right. But it was a good time. We'll just leave it at that. No, it was a good time. It was a great way to end the summer. A bunch of old men hanging out, drinking beer, swinging through the People vines. People haven't hung, yeah, hung out together in I four or five years or longer in or some Or like cases. together like that in one same place because we're all adults. 
We have families, and it's tough to get everyone together. You know, yeah, it was the young kids listen to this. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was the first week. That was the last week of summer because went back to work this week, mm-hmm. prepping for the school year. So it's in Dude. it's in full swing. And the weather was fantastic up there. I was I was astonished how good it was. And yeah, like, get up there more often, Caesar. It's just it's tough. always nice like it's, that. It's tough to drive. Uh, takes it's time. An hour. It's, it's an hour, but then that's an hour there, hour back, and you know how busy we are all the time. You gotta know? make time for it. You know, we'll see. We'll see. It. We'll see. I'm, I'm gonna try. It is beautiful up top. But anyways, we got some special guests this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caesar, you want to introduce who we have here in the Honeycomb Hideout? We have a man who likes to search the crevices of the universe. The crevices of the universe for vintage things that you know you could possibly want. Like throwback bulls, you know, T-shirts, you know, maybe even jerseys, maybe even, you know, some Yeezys you thought you couldn't get a hold of, you know? Yes, sir. So we got the man here, Carlos from Hype T. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys Woo! for having me. Thank you guys for having me. Mm-hmm. Just want to let you guys know the chemistry is amazing in here. <laughs> the way you guys did that intro, that was wild. <laughs> I'm here for it, man. We've, up. we've been told our synergy is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's right. The first time I met you was at, uh, it was at... Old master, the original yes, masterpiece, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, and you were explaining how you were about to go like on a West Coast like trip on a van, just like and down, yeah, you down and the, the coast, like from Oregon to, to L.A. Yeah, um, we actually we did end up doing it, bro. I mean, we ended up. Uh, it was more of a, a Reno, Vegas, L.A. area that just a big old circle going back and forth, back and forth for about a year. Uh, to be honest, that's uh, if it wasn't for that trip and a couple little things happening here. I wouldn't be where I am today, to be honest. So awesome. super. That was the genesis for it all. Yeah. Huh? yeah, pretty much. Literally, yeah. I feel like everybody yeah. makes uh, yeah. sacrifices. To, no, but know. we are getting a little ahead of ourselves. You know, give, okay. us, give us the question of the week, Sean. Oh, oh sorry, you don't, sorry. You, you don't. I forgot here. about this. You don't, you don't overhear out of here. Sauce. You know, it's Friday. You know, we, we, we do have the energy <laughs> coming in hot. We are coming in hot. We all still, right. still got to follow the form. All right, we're gonna fall back a second. All right, question of the week. Teach high school first day. Schools on Monday. What was your guys' vibe on that first day of school in high school? Were you coming in, like, suited and booted, ready to, like, floss on these fools? Or were you nervous? Like, how were you coming in? Uh, for me, it was always excitement. I feel like uh, I'm a, such a people person. So in school, that was literally my biggest issue was he's a great kid. He just talks too much. He's a great kid. He just has too many friends in these classrooms. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was always excited about going back to school. But uh, I didn't have too much money growing up. So my mom would spend all the money that I had pretty much for the first semester, maybe about a pair of shoes or two out and a two outfits. Yeah, yeah. So I would do that and kind of make it last all week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do the rotation, bro. Rotate. Exactly. You know, you could have jeans so many days. Exactly. Switch the tops up so yes, nobody sir. knows that you're wearing the same shirt. We all know being poor and shit. Yes, like, sir, bro. And then after that, uh, the couple weeks after that, you can throw on last year's outfits. They don't care no more. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's only yeah, it's only that first week. You just yeah. you make that first impression. <laughs> show everyone you're not fucking around. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get a girlfriend if you need to. And yeah. <laughs> Good to go. A little shoulder piece to help you floss. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, I just it still it still has that energy for me. You know, Does like it? you know, first day of school. Even though you know I'm a teacher, it's not the same. But like but to see the kids, they have the, I feed off that energy. They have you know they're like excited yeah. seeing their homies yep. in the hall. And what, yep. I'm like, damn. I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. Well, at like, least you also get. Do, do you think uh, first week of school is always kind of easy to t- kind of teach oh, yeah. kids and stuff too yeah like especially excite like older kids you yeah. know like 
seniors, they're super excited. You know, it's their yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. Like they're about to get out. Like you know, they you know they're probably doing extracurriculars all summer <laughs> yeah, with yeah, their so friends. Like yeah, tell the story. You know, then that's the thing. Like I relate to you know they'll be like, all right, like let's uh you know. That story probably shouldn't be told in class right now. <laughs> hey, right, right, right. But like I understand. Like They're I was excited. doing the same thing when yeah. I was. But you know, you know, keep that to yourselves. Like yeah. <laughs> talk about it at uh, recess or something. <laughs> exactly. You. Bad boys move in silence. Always. <laughs> yes, sir. Bad that, boys move in silence. You snitching on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, like you get that first pair of shoes. Like me growing up, BMX. There was like no BMX shoes, so I had to buy skate shoes. Uh-huh. You know. And then with like ES and especially like Copeland Sports and things like that. That was here back in the day. And yeah, like couple pairs of jeans, couple good shirts, you know, but you know, and it's funny because I look at old high school shit, white tea gang all day. <laughs> all day, uh, bro. All coast. day. And <laughs> I'm just like, bro, comes back in the day, you know, as you get older, it's different. You yeah. Know? yeah. And once I, was, I got a job and then had money <laughs> yeah. to buy my own clothes, yep. it got different. Like, like junior, senior junior year. Different. My senior year was like, yeah. yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Hot, like, we didn't white make much, Swisses. but no bills, <laughs> but no bills and all like, like $10 an hour. Like when we, you know, maybe Sean a little bit less. I, I mean, yeah, I was thinking like nine bucks an hour mm-hmm. when I seen your year of high school but no bills you have a car gas you know like a used car back then gas was like a dollar yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when i started it was like a buck 50 so it was good damn yeah and but yeah so i worked like you know junior senior year worked for like D construction sell out to them oh you were making money then huh? no but not really doing construction i was like the guy in the yard cleaning all the trucks gotcha, gotcha. it was like a, a glorified truck washer nice but still ten dollars an hour with no bills you know and you work you know, junior, senior year, I got off at lunchtime, you know? So, like, I did work, like... Yeah, 30, I was working, like, 30, 35 hours yeah, a week. Yeah, I worked, like, 30 week. hours oh, a shit. week. So, it was, like, 300 bucks a week with no bills and, like, a pair Going of... Going to sushi every week. Dude, like, yeah. No, no. When a pair of sneakers is only 50 bucks, like, yeah, 80 bucks. Like, chucks back in the day were 25 bucks, you know? That's like, crazy. Air Force Ones were, what, 50, 60 yeah. bucks, right? Bro, like, I was on the Air Maxes, like, 125. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, so, rolling in the dough, yeah. Like, <laughs> buying and, all the nice shit. Yeah, she was different with Junior Tommy Tommy Hilfiger. But, yeah, that's but, funny. But freshman, you know? You, oh, freshman year was, like. You got to do what your parents Go got. to Mervyn's. Yeah, Mervyn's was the pick spot. Out, pick out a couple t- you know, Nike polos or something you can yeah. find. Mervyn's was the first spot I saw the Nike Monarchs. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah. even then, I was like, those are kind of cool, but I know adults wear them, so I'm not going to buy yeah. them, you yeah. know? Yeah. And now, they're fantastic. They're so comfortable. <laughs> like, I got a pair like, right there on the floor. And I was just like, man, you guys knew what's up. I was, I was too, too in the hype, but like the Monarch, fantastic. That's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. nah, it still hasn't changed, honestly. It's the majority hype. I always... Com- I always I mean, it's still hype a little bit, but I always gravitate people more towards, like, Yeezys because Yeezys are so comfortable, honestly. They're worth yeah. the price that they are. Dunks, on the other hand. Uh, they're not that comfortable. They're not comfortable but, at all. And if you're paying 250 for them, yeah. like, damn. And this is the thing. You're talking about resale price. Of you course, know? of course. You're not talking about box price. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm, I'm the old G where I, like, 2000, like, early 2000s, so I still have, like, my Budweiser's. I got some tweeds, you know. Oh, shit, yeah. That these kids are, like, Yo, you need to sell. I'm like, no, but I wear my fucking shoes. Like, this is the thing. You know, like, I wish I wish back in the day I thought about rocking and stocking. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but back then it was. But that's hindsight now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still got a pair of, like, the dunk skate shoes that, you know, yeah, that's like, what the SPs. Six. Yeah, Those yeah. The SPs ones. And, you like, know? you can't and even find them. The- mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like my boy, like, my boy, salute to Joel, LA, all roommate in Vegas. Like, 
when I went to school, that's in college, so like 2002, and that's when like the dunks were still on their things, and like we couldn't afford the uncles, but he had the Heinekens, you know, he had all this old stuff. Yeah, and like to find a Heineken right now, you know, that's unused, like that's good. That could be yeah, about a thousand dollars. Yeah, at, at least, moment, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And wild. like, I'm just happy Dunks came back because now, yeah. like, these kids are just like, "Yo, where? Like, where did you get?" I'm like, I've had these for like ten years already, guys. Like, so I had a quick question because mm-hmm. you guys are, uh, you know, a little older. Uh, do you guys believe in the er, the the saying of the cycle repeats itself always? Oh, I, definitely, dude. I've yeah. definitely We've, seen I've it. lived mm-hmm. long enough to see, like my kids. <laughs> the school has like fucking '90s, you know, <laughs> yeah, dance or, like yeah, '90s yeah. dress up week, yeah. especially him because he's like, teacher, you know? I'm like, yeah, yeah, true. That's a, that's not how I fucking dressed in high school, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah. So you guys are stereotyping us. <laughs> yeah. No, but like I see it, and I see it, like it is a cycle, you know, it like is. like the dunks for one mm-hmm. too, like like or the Jordan one. Like when I first started teaching ten years ago, no one was wearing Jordan ones. Mm-hmm. Right, right, everyone right. was wearing Jordans, yeah. but no one was wearing the ones. Yeah, like for me, it was now. like three and, fours. Yeah, you know, and like threes are my favorite. And, and now like all it is is everyone they are, the ones are the the fours. You know, yeah. you see like I remember teenage me, girls wearing, <laughs> yeah. you know, two hundred fifty dollar pairs of Jordan ones. Yes, Back in the day, girls didn't even wear Jordan. Yeah. Like, no, it's crazy. Know? No, literally, I for me, I feel, I uh, growing up, you know, I graduated twenty thirteen in high school, so yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit like eleven years after me. Yeah, yeah not too. <laughs> but I had uh, for me, it was anything uh, one to like. 14 was cool. Mm-hmm. Now it's ones and fours. That's and it. that's Elevens too. Yeah. Yeah. The elevens. That's it. That's every it. Every once in a while. But yeah. And I would make fun <laughs> of the kids even then. I used to. <laughs> it was that. But like, you know, because I worked at Trainer. So it was mostly oh, yeah, yeah. Latino mm-hmm. kids. Yep. So it was all white Air Force. The all white yes, Air sir. Force ones. The all know. black Air Force ones. Or the, the all <laughs> red Air kids. Force ones. But those are like <laughs> staples. Like they Those are. are staples that are never going to go out. So now that's what I jump into. Do you think it's more the silhouettes of the shoes or do you think it's the brand of Nike because Nike's been taken in control for the last 30 because years? Because Nike controls the market too mm-hmm. because by the way they don't do general releases, mm-hmm. by the way they um, you know, do limited releases just for that... Uh, the second seller's market. Right. You right, know? Right, like right. they and do the, it specifically. They know. The audience they, they is so doing. big now. Like mm-hmm. even the average kid knows, you know, like the average sixteen year old girl knows about yeah, it. You know? I'll be like, honest, yeah. No, I'd, because back in the day nobody knew except for like me and like two homies. Yeah. So yeah. like three people and that was it. Yeah. And we would try to talk to people about other shoes and they were like so lost. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? Damn, you spend that much on your shoes? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Well, I work summer for it. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. How did you get it? Like I you know, Looked on the internet, found the drop date, you know, yeah, like back then where it was like, like, and here in Reno, you just it went sucked. to the store. Yeah. yeah. And here in Reno, it sucked because you had to go somewhere else. Yeah. 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 Like, luckily, I, like, I went to college in Vegas where they had the undefeated there yes, at the sir. time. Yep. And I used to be good friends with the people who worked there at the time and things like that. And before, like, there was no lines. You just, mm-hmm. like, the people who knew already knew and there wasn't a line. You just all go in there and give each other dabs. Give the guys your buck twenty for your dunks, mm-hmm. and then just leave. And there's no lines, there's nothing, and you see each other guys later, like when you go party and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And now everybody knows it, and that's what gets me mad too. All right, we're getting on the yeah. shoe tangent a little. Let's go. Um, 
Let's, uh, <laughs> I kind of wanted to know, though. No, we, we, we can do it well, a little like, bit. We could do that's it. Your background. Yeah. We've been talking shoes. And stuff. This is your background. Yeah. This is okay. what you do. Yeah. But We're, what is Hype Tea Market for the listeners mm-hmm. who yes, don't know you? Yes, yes, So Hype Tea Market is a uh, business that I started with my partner, Ian and Curtis. Um, we... Uh, what can I, how can I say it? We are a boba sneaker shop. So I don't know if you've ever heard that before. It's kind of kind of unique, but that was the goal for us is to make something unique and do something that was different in the city that was cool and making sh- making it a place of as you guys can see the the audience of of the sneaker culture is ridiculous mm-hmm. and as you guys also know Boba's been doing its thing recently too yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, great it's great it's great i love it too <laughs> it's kind of dangerous for me <laughs> but um yeah man so from so yeah we are a boba and sneaker shop we're located at Costco shopping center uh 1274 East Plum Lane right next to the AT&T over there mm-hmm. uh we're open 11 to 7 every single day we buy we trade and we sell sneakers vintage clothing uh hype clothes like supreme and bape and stuff like that so yeah man if you guys have anything in your closet that you want to get rid of you can bring it to us we could trade you take get some new stuff or you could even cash out if you need the money you know so that's kind of what we did we wanted we I wanted to create something that was like more community based like you said i wanted to i wanted I, for me everything's online based today and for, it's cool don't get me wrong well, that's because you know especially in reno there's just no place to get it it's nowhere else yeah, yeah, you gotta go to the internet absolutely so for me it's like you know the the aspect of having that interaction with people g- meeting people greeting people how, how many times did you guys order shoes online and they don't fit yeah, yeah it sucks so it's dangerous it's, it's like sucks, with, yeah. like with hats i have to like wear it first. you gotta try them on yeah because yeah. like every little every little person that makes it doesn't make it the same yeah right no i feel it. exactly especially yeah the different every brand like mm-hmm. literally i know my size for specific brands <laughs> yes. but that's been trial and i know my, i know my sacconi size yeah. i know my air max size is different from my uh fucking air force one size your chuck you know? size the chuck, chuck size, size is always different, different. Yeah, yeah. the narrow feet and yeah. i got you know the, little tim, the tims K-Man run feet. big like yeah timblins are different size yeah, yeah. so yeah, they are and you got to calculate the timblins especially because i put an insole on them i'm not from the east coast i can't be in them all day I you know comfortable yeah, yeah yeah you put the insole in there but all day we'll talk about that shit later and we need them out here because that's snow man um but yeah no so that that's kind of what we that's kind of what we're here to do and again it's not everybody can sit here and afford $800 for some shoes. So if you have two, three pairs of shoes at home that you're not even you're not even wearing anymore and you really want these shoes, bring them by. We'll yeah. look you up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's pretty much what we do. All right. Yeah. So let's do a little bit of origins. Like, where are you from? Where you grew up? Mm, yeah. No, I uh, I grew up in uh, – I was born in a little town called Bakersfield, California. Uh, the Bake. Yeah, as you guys, yeah, you guys know you like. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's like every time you drive past it, doesn't smell too fancy. Yeah, you know? Central they call Valley. It, they call like, it the armpit of California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. but I've been there like skate park wise, like oh, yeah. you know for BMX. There's a dope. Oh, you've actually there. been like in Bakersfield. Yeah, huh? That's what's yeah, up. That's yeah, what's yeah. up. Yeah, my mom used to live in Porterville. Just yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's close, close home. So I actually grew. I wasn't. I didn't grow up in Bakersfield though. So Bakersfield's pretty diverse. There's a lot of people and stuff. No, I grew up in a little town called McFarland, USA, and that is. A town that it was literally it was a farmland town. Um, the only, we had a McDonald's and a Subway. That was it. Wow. The rest are little liquor stores. What was the main uh, product they sold out of there? Uh, as as a you don't know because what the farms grow. The farms what the no. farms grow. Oh, oh, oh yeah, illegal oh, market. Not legal yeah, market. Okay, okay. I was gonna say because I knew a couple market. people there too. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, it was uh, a lot of produce. So if you look, actually look at like your guys' carrot, the carrot brand. Yeah, they, they come from that area. Um, they, it's a lot of almond, almonds, almonds. Um, okay. they almonds for sure, definitely almonds. Yeah. Uh, almonds is one of their biggest things out there. Yeah. But just all fruits and stuff. We get. Yeah. I used to love getting all the fresh grapes yeah. and all the fruit. Man, it was great. It was great. Because like my boy lived in Santa Paula. 
Impala right by Oxnard. Uh-huh. And heavy on the strawberries and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, right over there. All in that area. Literally the whole the whole coast over there. Um, so, yeah, I, I pretty much grew up in, in that town. I was out there till I was about 10. And a uh, situation happened. So, I, you know, we can get deeper into it all. Um, like I said, I grew up in a town that was 97% Mexican. The other three of it, there were the other 3%, maybe one black family and three or four white families and maybe a Filipino family. <laughs> so I grew up in an area where literally it was my, only my people. Right. Um, so my mom, uh, she, my dad hasn't been never, was not, was not really around. He's been in and out of our lives forever. So my mom has been single her young since she was about 24. So uh, my mom has a, a, she likes to be with African-American men. That's one of that's her that's her top that's, that's her, her thing. choice right that's absolutely. her that's her, that was, that's, that's her palette that's, yeah, that's uh, absolutely um so she was shunned for it they found out my our family oh, found out about okay. it and pretty much uh, disassociated disassociated her from the family and she said well fuck you guys I'm gonna head to Reno my dad was already living in Reno uh, my dad used to I used to see my dad like once a year where I'd go stay with him for like two weeks and he lived in Gardnerville here in Gardnerville. Oh, okay. So uh, one time, one year I was out here and, uh, you know, I was hanging out and my mom called me. She's like, hey, you know, are you cool with staying there another week? And I was like, yeah, yeah why? She's like, well, we're moving out there, but oh, I need to pack shit. the bags and shit. So you got to stay out there. So I was like, um, okay. <laughs> How wild is that stereotype? Because uh, it still lives now. Yeah, man, it's ridiculous. I don't yeah. know. For me, it's, I don't know, bro. I, I, we can get into a whole yeah, aspect. A lot of bunch of all racism and all kinds of things. But, like, it's like it's, it's ridiculous. Still, it's still heavy right now. You know what I think it is? And I, that, you know, I'm not going to say what it is. Cause I wanna, <laughs> but I think something that I look at is um, we've all been, minorities in general, have always been pushed down to be nothing. That I feel like now with, uh, not obviously we're not none of us are free or anything right but now with more f- uh as you can equalness if they how they want to say it um i or feel they like try every, to say it right i feel like every nationality wants to be number one you know and i just right, feel like right. in that aspect it's still pitted against each other exactly exactly and I, that to me is why i just don't, i don't understand it cut me right now we all bleed the same yeah. that's that's for me that's where i kind of look at this whole aspect yeah. of it all but that's um, how the, the the white racism man, runs deep it, that's how it is it and, it like, every, yeah. and they affect every and one even, of us it blinds it blinds mm-hmm. our own people man it blinds yeah. our own people to think that you know they're better than another race just because that's how we've always been put against each mm-hmm. other and it sucks so you know as you as as uh as years went by literally it was it, one of the biggest persons was my sister, my mom's brother, my uncle. That was one of the biggest ones. And it hurt her. That was her brother, you know. And, and it hurt him, too, because every summer I'd go out there, um, you know, he was he would sit there and he, we'd have an hour talks. How's your mom doing? How's this? Your mom, you know, your mom did this, that, that, that. And throughout the years, you know, now they're great. They're good together. They're good. And as you can tell, he knew he was in the wrong for what he did, how he did it, how he reacted towards everything. The whole family did. If they did enough, to hell with them too, man. (laughs) It is what it is. But it brought you here. It brought me here. It brought Mm -hmm. me here. It brought me where I am today. Uh, You know, I'm thankful that I did end up moving to Reno because – Bro, I didn't even know what a Samoan was. I had no idea what a Tongan was. <laughs> Literally, like I had no idea what wow. these, what these yeah. people were until I started coming to until I moved to Reno. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's so crazy to me how how small minded one place can be, and then as soon as you come somewhere else, it's just it's crazy. And Reno's not even that big either. It's not. Like, it's not. We're yeah. very diverse for how small we are. Yep. An example: a lot of companies would do test things here, like uh, Blockbuster Media. Reno was one of the cities to do it because we're so small, so it's easy to get the numbers. Right. But so diverse that they could, like, project out. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, Salvadorians was another th- one of my first <laughs> things. Literally, I had I thought we were all Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it was just it was just crazy. It's mm-hmm. culture shock. It's culture yeah. shock to me. Yeah. But I'm so thankful to be there because like even today, going back to like my cousins and my cousins that are still there and stuff like, man, it's like like I love them to death. But <laughs> how you know just closed minded they are by of society it's kind of just crazy to me and i i don't know i'm just thankful i'm thankful for everything that happened the way everything kind of went like i said shit was never easy i probably went i probably grew up in every ghetto here uh Mo, you know montello ninth street uh neo road what Grove schools street. did you go to uh so my elementary school literally sixth grade i went to like five different elementary schools <laughs> yeah it was it was it was, uh, it was a tough time yeah. but um I made friends everywhere I went. Yeah. And I think that today, again, these are the people, even if I met them for a week at a school that I was at, so I went to like Stead Elementary for a week. Okay. And then I went to like Kate Smith. Uh, uh, gradu- uh, bigger, if we got a little older now, uh, I went to Clayton for the two years that I was there. I was, But I did move twice. I just was still zoned for it. And then um, I went to Hug. I graduated from Hug High School, 2013. Yeah, so it's just something I, I would see, you see as a teacher. Like, you know, kids have to move around a lot. And yeah. you can always tell like, all right, like they have kind of had it tough if you know you've gone to a bunch of elementary or they're just moving all the time just because right. money's t- like yeah, it's tight. Yeah, yeah. like you they might be there the for part around. of seventh grade yeah. and then like oh they moved back eighth grade like they were able to come back to exactly. The spot. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. and that, and that's kind of what it was for me. It was m- my mom had friends luckily that were able to let us stay with them here and there. Like the Stead one, we were there for a week and then they got into a fight and we had to get out of there. <laughs> right, you know, it's like kind of sucks, but you know those aspects. Yeah, it, it was definitely tough and you know there was some teachers that were not understanding of it and I'd fall sleep in class and I'd get written up for it and then there was some teachers that would let me sleep the whole class and still pass me you know so it was like there's teachers that understood that was what was going on and for me it was just trying to maintain and keep a smile on my yeah, face man, you like, know, like as yeah that's not easy for like so, the last thing you care about is school of course of course of course literally that, I think that's what it was it, it got to a point where I was just like let me just make friends with people I don't even yeah, care about the survive. classes yeah, yeah. yeah exactly it was it was it was tough, but you know, like I said, I, my mom, solo, me, my sister, with two of us, and you know, working two jobs and shit. I respect the hell out of her for what she did. And now Salute I'm just to mama to, bear, holding yeah, it down. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just trying to make sure that you know, get her back and going, and make sure I can try to take care of her. You know what I'm saying? So do you think that 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 got that entrepreneurial spirit in you? Like, yeah, to, my to mom's do your a hustler. Yeah. My mom's a hustler, man. My two mom, jobs. Yeah, yeah. My mom's a hustler. and doing some shit on the side too. That she, you know, I'm not gonna say, but you know, it's you know, my mom. Keep that on the line. Yeah, my mom. My mom's, mom's a hustler. Business. Yeah, she's been she's been she's been grinding for a while now, and you know, like I said, to be able to deal with me, my, you know, me and my sister, <laughs> we're badass kids growing up. <laughs> you know, so um, I no for sure for sure. But like I said, I think that also built the character of survivalness i feel like i um one of my biggest things now that i'm like you know now with mental health issues and stuff you know that you is being more aware now um you know i sit back and i think like you know am i depressed am i thinking about you know am i going through things and i think i get to the aspect where it's like i think everything that i've been through in life i now don't don't get me wrong you know my mom was able to maintain for us and i lived a good life you know i never left i never stayed a night hunk where i didn't eat or anything like that of course but you know i feel like we um we jumped into a, a almost in a sense of a like not like survival, right? Like we're every day I'm just happy to be alive and every day I'm just happy to be continuing to keep going. You know, there was I had a lot of like I said, growing up as a kid, it was cool. I always had friends, I always had people there. Girls always liked me. So all that stuff is what like kept me going to being like, you know, let me just keep You can make forward. it through this. Exactly. But I as you get I, older, you see Exactly you're like, oh this yep. shit was tough. It was yeah, tough. It was tough. But I was happy. But when yep. that's all you know, like that's it, yeah. That's, you don't have anything to compare it to. It's good, yeah. exactly. I know. I know. Right. No. I noticed today. Like w- one of my things is I'm so, 
all right, uh, let's do this and we'll do it. And then, all right, let's move on to something else. Like I, I, I get, I'm short patient with stuff. And I noticed that now it's like, I used to like switching schools, sweet new kids, <laughs> new girls, uh, new teachers. Yeah. Okay, let's get out of here. I'm the new kid again. I, I kind of like, I used to like that attention of being the new kid. Cause every time I'd come somewhere, it's always, you play soccer, bro. Oh, he's cute. He's a new guy. You know, it's like, so it was always like, it was always great yeah. for me. Yeah. Right? Always had fun. But thinking about it now, it's like, damn, it's fucked up. Yeah. Went to six different elementary schools in sixth grade. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of crazy. But like I said, I, I think it got me where I am today with, you know, friends. I, I have friends from all over over Reno, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And, and as you guys know, Reno is different in every area of yeah. Reno. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that was that was one thing that I, I was pretty grateful for. Never South Reno. I've never lived in South Reno. That's kind of why. It used to be a ranch or whatever. Yeah, right, there. right. <laughs> but yeah, probably man, farmed that's... some stuff. They had some suspect things. Uh, going back there. <laughs> yeah, it's also new. Like, I don't know my way. It's the only part of town I don't know my way. Know. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't, every other neighborhood, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. Like, yeah. all right, I'll know one or two streets. I'll yeah, I can, I can get to McCarran somehow. Exactly. There, it's like... I'm fucking lost. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was that's a little bit of my background growing up for sure. Yeah, tight, tight. So, what got you into sneakers and a little vintage apparel? Like, how how that come about? Yeah, so I know you guys are talking about you know uh, senior year with you guys. Um, for me, my senior year, so I spent I would spend my summers in California every senior year. I was playing baseball and stuff. You know, I was pretty good actually. I should have played baseball in high school, but <laughs> my grades just never cared. Um, but um. So I would go out there, and then finally I was about 14, and then the only McDonald's we have, uh, my uncle was messing with the GM. So he got me in, got me a job. I was 15 years old. So I've been working, like, every summer at McDonald's until I was, like, what, 17, right? That's that junior year going into senior year? Yeah. About yeah. 16, 17. So that was about my last year that I worked out there. I never worked a school year. Like I said, luckily my mom was able to take care of us and maintain. Um, but, uh, yeah, so my senior year, it got to a point where the second semester, um, she didn't have too much money. So she gave me about 200 bucks and was like, here, you're old enough. You can go shopping, go with your friends to the mall, find some outfits. But that's all you got. <laughs> so I, I, we used to go to Ross a lot. Ross used to have $30 shoes, Nikes, Adidas. Ross, yeah. Ross, Marshalls. Get the come low up. Key, especially yes. if you're in a big city. Yes. Like big city, low key. That's went, the spot to find shit. I went to a Marshalls in Miami, bro. They had Versace purses in the, in the Marshalls. I was like, geez, that's crazy. <laughs> and if and if you know your stuff, you could like yeah. look inside, make sure the stitching's good, make sure the tags are where it's supposed to be. Exactly. You know, like exactly. low key, those thoughts, they get it. They get it. So what yeah. I used to do would <laughs> I go to Marsh, I'd go to Marshalls and um, TJ Maxx and Ross, and then I would go to the uh, not the Swami, the thrift shops. So I'd go cop like vintage crewnecks, sports crewnecks, and stuff like that. Shit was super cheap at the time, you know, $3 a sweater, $2 a t-shirt type shit. So, uh, we, I used to get little stuff like that. And then, um, uh, yeah, Marshalls and T so I would go to Marshalls and TJ Maxx. I would buy true religion jeans. I had true, my true religions. Then I would buy polos. Now, mind you, I would buy my polos and I would get a nice fresh polo and I would have a buddy who loved polo who would go to Macy's and buy them for a hundred dollars. His mom would, right? I was buying them for about 35 bucks or something like that. So I'd buy like three or four of them. And then I would trade my boy one of my brand new ones for two of his used ones. So then I'd get two polos for one. And I didn't care if it was used or not. You yeah, know, that's yeah. the same shit. right here. Right? That was also right there. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> it's a businessman. Come on, bro. So then I got to a point where uh, after I graduated high school, I was working at Boys and Girls Club. And uh, that's one of my favorite jobs. Again, you know, we'll, talk, we'll get deeper into that too with the kids and stuff because I think that's what's important about what we're doing right now. But um, 
uh, I was working at Bochy Gossip, so I was making same same thing. Now, mind you, I was 19 years old, 18 years old, working, not paying no bills or nothing. So I was, you know, 400, 500 bucks. All your two money weeks. is awesome. Literally, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, the government takes the a little dude. bit, yeah. and that's it. That's it. That's yeah, I'm it. not tripping. Yeah, exactly. So I would get that, and then I would go to, like, Marshalls and TJ Maxx and shit, like, every week. And, like, my mom would hate it. Like, bro, you're not even helping me with the bills. You're over here. New outfits every week. So then, uh, same thing, though. So, so it got to a point, though, where instead of trading, my boys just liked what I had, so I would sell them what I had. I would literally selling my closet. Like, I would sell pieces and just move them every once in a while, buy new stuff, and just keep doing it. Like, they, they got to a point where they were trying to use it all. Hey, let me wear this for the party tonight. Go, <laughs> hell no. You're going to throw you up in buy it. it. Yeah, you gotta hell no. You got to buy this shit. <laughs> so I got to a point where I started. Rinse swag and shit. Exactly. Like, what the hell? What am I? What am and I? And it's funny. They have something like that now where you can rent shit. Yeah, you can. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that's crazy to me. What happens if, like, I, I stuff them where I scratch them what i gotta pay for them ah hell no they, that's a, that sounds like a scheme to me <laughs> yeah because it's just like you could rent anything right now if we can you can you could rent anything from like a, i mean rappers do it all the time yeah with jewelry trying and to, shit you trying know? to look richer yeah. than they are you ever hear yeah. about the jewelers that are like oh i gave this chain to this rapper and he hasn't paid me yet mm -hmm. it's like damn bro that's crazy <laughs> yeah. um yeah no so uh um sorry what were we talking about uh uh, renting your closet. Yeah, renting out the closet. So I went from I went from selling my clothes out like that to uh, we, my mom ended up moving to Vegas, and literally I got to a point where I was like living in my car because I didn't want to move to Vegas. So for what, bro? I'm, I have all my friends here. We were hanging out, smoking every day, you know, chilling. I wanted to kick it with my friends, and you know, so I was like, no, I'm gonna stay and figure this out. And uh, Global Goods opened up. Not sure if you guys know Global Goods. Yeah, 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 shout yeah, out yeah, to Jared over there. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So Global Goods opened up, and one of my buddies had told me about it. And so I was like, shit, I was selling clothes to my friends already. Let me take it to the shop and see if it moves. Because uh, what Jared would offer is consignment. So you can sign, he takes 20%, and then you get the 80. So I would take my stuff, price it at like 50 bucks, 40 bucks, a little different prices and stuff. And, bro, like every week he had like, two, moved. like mm -hmm. 200 bucks for me every week. So I was like, shit. So... <laughs> I kept doing that. I'd just go to Ross and just take it to Jared. <laughs> and then it got to a point. I think he caught me once. I left the Ross tag on a shirt. And he was like, bro, you can't do this, bro. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So then I was, What if, like, the people don't know? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. If they, if the people are dumb enough not to go, because, like, like I said, I've, yeah, I yeah. found some, like, wild-ass blazers. Yeah, literally. Like, I used to get soccer jerseys at yeah, Ross. They're cool. $100 and it's jerseys. just, like, they're just been used, and they, like, look at, like... And it's just like, yeah, like if sorry that they don't know. Yeah, like right. My, my my bad. Like I was the, doing the it sheep before. Doesn't know. Yeah, the sheep don't know. Exactly. It, it doesn't have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the like you're, you're shopping at outlets. Like mm -hmm. that's that's the the literally people the do that. Point. They go to the outlets, buy it, and then they resell it on eBay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that's exactly what because people they, have done. They don't know. Like, say you get a coach bag, they don't know what year it came out. You know, there's no, like no line the for like. There's people who care about that, right? People with money that care about that. Yeah. I need the latest season. Someone like me, bro, bro, I'll take a shit. You don't even know. Like, you yeah, don't care. I took a Louis bag from five years ago. People on fucking Reno, give me a fucking break. Bro, half of them look down near the same. All those Louis bags, they all look the same. Yeah. Whether they're from 2006 or 2020, it's the same bag, bro. Especially with those, those uh, higher echelons, vintage. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They don't change. And the they style don't change that much. For, yeah, it's because They don't change for a reason because their style is timeless. It is. It is. And it's dope. See, it's crazy to me because I'll have a Louis bag in the store that's like eight, 90s 90s bag right no flaws or nothing it's a nice bag 200 bucks the same bag Louis Vuitton selling for $2,500 and you're sitting here could you do 150 <laughs> are you serious yeah, bro? Get like, out here, bro come on man <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it gets it gets pretty crazy but 
everybody does want this. You know, that's one thing. This is why I'm in this too. It's timeless. This is a this is a timeless. I mean, look at the T-shirt you're wearing right now. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. 2010. 2009 Lakers, shout out Kobe. She's a little, she's yeah. man right there. And that's crazy to me. Like To me, Kobe was just somebody I love. I love the Lakers right growing up. Now I have pieces that are worth $250, $300 because you know, his passing, unfortunately. But it's like, yeah, that's something I would never get rid of. It's just like, it's I don't know. too much to you? Exactly. But I only paid, my guy right here, I only paid about five, ten bucks for this team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. How much could you sell that for? If you uh, really want to, I don't want to tell him because I don't want to hurt it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My guy sees it here. Um, you might have. I, don't know, I got a lot of shit for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably today at sixty to eighty dollars mm-hmm. for the tea. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, my thing, you know, one of my things is like, you can go out there and find these things. You can go out there and look that part. You just gotta put some effort into it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, there, it, like the hustle, the hustle mentality of it all. Like for me, has always been almost. I used to sling candy can, candy bars like in school. Like I'm telling you, I've, I've just always been doing this shit. I've I have uncles and stuff that you know sell dope and shit. That you know they I've been around this stuff and you know I've seen you know things go down. But it's always the mentality of what I respected. It. It's not really what I I'm I'm. It's a, making something out of nothing. Exactly, it's making something out of nothing. Whether it's legal or illegal, literally what I'm doing right now is no different than the drug game. I'm mm-hmm. buying something at cost and I'm selling it at resale. You know what I'm saying? Just like drugs. So you get you get the. <laughs> The wholesale to to retail. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that and you know, mind you, the the plug's got to be happy and the customer's got to be happy. So the middleman's got to make it yeah. all work. You know and, what I'm saying? And this is the thing: people don't want to put the effort. That's the hustle. No, they don't. Because, like I said, if you just go, like if you go to like New York City, go to their Ross, go mm-hmm. to their Marshall, absolutely, go to their TJ Maxx. You can go there and just find dope stuff. But that's the thing. Like back in the day when this culture wasn't that big, that's what you could do. Mm-hmm. Now, because everybody wants those shoes, everybody knows about it. It's so much harder. Let me just talk to you guys. Let me. I'm gonna let Caesar tell you guys a little bit about the, about the vintage right now because he'll tell you two years ago this shit was easy, right? Mm-hmm. Go, you can talk a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, Introduce yourself to Caesar number uh, two or three. Or Caesar number two. <laughs> there you go. I'm talking right now. Um, but yeah, like Carlos was saying, like I don't want to get too much into it, you know. But like. Like, yeah, like, two years ago, it was different. You can walk into, like, a store or something like that, like, of a thrift store and find some cool shit. But now it's just, like, kind of over-exaggerated. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Time changes, you know, but... I mean, Macklemore yeah. made a fucking sh- song about it kind of ruined it for everyone. Yeah. And, like, uh, Sean Weatherspoon ruined a yeah. bunch of shit, yeah. too. And yeah. That's what, so that's why I jump into, too, though. Is it, is it... So, did they ruin it? Or did they? A victim of a success, yeah. exactly. Or make yeah. it just harder for people because that's because my boys in Vegas they used to go to like Buffalo Exchange, you know. That's where I go. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I started. Instead of like going to because they like uh, like their Levi's and their boots and stuff, right? But they didn't want to pay like the eighty dollars for exactly. Levi's five hundred ones, and they could get some used at Buffalo Exchange. Exactly. Same thing with boots for like a show or something. Yep. Know? Yep. So uh, sorry, a little little bit into that. How kind of how my. Uh, background ended up happening in reselling was that actually sorry i completely spaced vegas so i ended up giving up and i said so all right mom Buffalo Exchange yeah literally they're uh, also dope over there they are they are they're really cool people over there uh they actually they kind of fell off recently i'll be honest with you there's a place called alt rebel now okay. they're, they're like a block away well, like from i said i was there long ass time yeah, ago, I, 10 I, years I, ago I, <laughs> so, um, 20 now i feel 
Yeah, so I, I actually, so I ended up giving up, and I was like, yo, all right, mom, I'm moving to Vegas. I can't do this anymore by myself. I got to go back, so I got to go over there. So I ended up living over there for about five or six months, and then I was working. But while I was working, I was thrifting. That's exactly what I was doing. So I would just lit. It was, bro, Levi jeans, they all sit at the savers. You could mm-hmm. find, you know, brand, brand new or used, all, you know, 100 pairs, easy. So you buy them five, six bucks, and then Buffalo would give me 15, mm-hmm. 16 bucks for them, and then they'll go sell them for 35 or something. Mm-hmm. So that's literally how was like it, it I, like i said i'm impatient and you know how we all are when when you're trying to do something and it doesn't work there's some people who just give up give right up, yeah, they just yeah. give up mm-hmm. i never took an l in this <laughs> i was buying t-shirts for a dollar and selling them for six bucks five bucks even three dollars it didn't matter it was all w's all profit it was all profit bro so i you never go broke but uh, you know make it a profit <laughs> never exactly so even and even for me it was like you know like if i was sitting on something for five months and i paid ten dollars for it yo take it for ten bro because i know what i can do with that ten i can go make more money with that ten so it was always like it was easy it was just it got to a point where it was very easy for me i would literally buy stuff on ebay i didn't have to leave my house anymore <laughs> i stopped thrifting and i would just be on ebay buying shirts for three dollars four dollars taking them to shops getting 60 bucks for them 40 bucks 30 here and there it's like damn bro like that's pretty it was pretty wild it was easy though shout out to like yesterday's fits bring it back waves those are another couple shops that do what we do sell vintage you know resale um but those guys like literally they helped me get on my feet and those were guys that i was able to come talk to and say you know i'm opening up a shop in reno so i had a mindset i'm gonna come back to reno and i'm gonna open up my own shop because it's only one shop here that's that there's nobody else that it, was right, right. it was just global it was just global it was just global at the time so there's four or five shops in vegas yeah. I can't come open up in Vegas. Nobody knows me. You know, it's going to be tough. It's hard, so man. I come over here, I open up and I opened up my shop and I went over there and talked to them. Yesterday's fits was one of them that really helped me out. They gave me like the back end stuff, all the shit of the paperwork stuff. You know, they taught me that aspect. So then I opened up my first shop wave check and then wave check ended up, uh, you know, doing its thing, you know, because wave check was pretty much out of the van, right? Literally. Uh, no, it was this little store right before wave, uh, uh, right before the van. Yeah, yeah. We had closed it down cause of COVID and stuff like that. And honestly, I just, I, I, I was so in love with thrifting. So in love with looking for stuff that being at the store all day for six hours, wasn't you know, fun. Wasn't, yeah. shit was boring, bro. Yeah. You were about to hunt. Literally. I felt like a about prisoner on the prowl. And I say, you know what? Let me just close the shop down, move into a van and I could do it everywhere I want. You know? Yeah, cause I remember that one time you were just like, yeah, we're about to go do this tour, and mm-hmm. I'm about to fill up my van, yep. and then come back. Yep. You know? So, like, yeah. So like, I was like, this dude is a hustler. Yeah. Yep. He's yep. about to go. And, like, the lady was down, too. She's like, we doing it? Hey, you know? it was kind of her idea, to be yeah. honest. And that's another person that I, that, I you know, like, that I owe the world girl, to. That's what's, that, that, that's a ride or die. Yeah, right yeah, there. for sure. Who's going to be in a van and, like, collect stinky clothes. Absolutely. And that's <laughs> somebody that I can't discredit at all, either. Like, <laughs> you know, when I when I when when we had our shop, it was, it was her working... So we were open up only a year. So she worked um, the first part of the year, and then I worked the second part of the year. And uh, we just swapped out where she would, I would be at the shop, or she would be at the shop. So that's somebody I cannot discredit for at all. That's you know, literally, that's my dog right there. You make it sound so easy to own your own business. <laughs> yeah. To say. yeah. I want to say yeah. it is easy. Like, <laughs> like all right, especially let me, if you have passion. Like this is the thing. The yes, and, makes like, it easy. and like that's the good thing that somebody helped you with In the your back mentality end and yes, the business. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. when you have passion, you don't know about that business stuff absolutely like me being a photographer is like same thing like i love shooting photos but like you know like it's hard to make a dollar when you just love to do it all absolutely um so this is i i know i just said i never took an l in this but But you do but everybody does but i have taken an l and i and i'll tell you this the aspect i've taken an l in is the aspect of not letting something go especially when it comes to the um 
it not doing what it's supposed to do. So, for example, in photography, I I talked I talked to this about one of my other my other homies, and I'm, and I don't know because I'm not gonna sit here and say I know what you do with your pricing or anything like that. But for me, um, so I have a buddy who's super talented. I, I'm not gonna use his name because I don't want to you know per, personal business in there. Yeah. yeah. So super talented kid, but homie charges two hundred dollars or one hundred fifty dollars an hour to do a photo shoot. Now, mind you, cool. Whatever you want to price your stuff at is what you price your stuff at. But you have no clientele. You haven't worked before that. You didn't do enough free photo shoots to be able to get paid. You haven't started even in the bare minimum of $50 a photo shoot to even get yourself going to that aspect. So how do you expect to earn this much money when you haven't put this much time and effort into it yet? You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I tell the homies. I'm like, okay, you do a wedding? Uh-huh. First one for free. Of course, yeah. You know? First time, you don't know anything? Cool. Maybe the second one free, maybe. Maybe, yeah. But at least the third one, charge a hundred bucks. Exactly. You something. Know? Exactly. Something because now it's your third time. You're starting to get this stuff. Uh, absolutely. And it's obviously not, you know, a crazy ass price. People are still gonna come to you. you of course, know? of course. And as soon as you keep building that clientele, as soon as you keep working, it's just like cool. You know, you can't just start off, you know, thinking you're the but shit. But people yeah. don't want to put that work in. Exactly. Yeah. People don't want to, especially today. Mm-hmm. Especially today. Yeah, the internet is on well, they, see, the shit they see everything, <laughs> you know, they see everything on the internet and they think it's easy. They think exactly. Every, you know, we always say it. You know, that, that 10 years to be an overnight success. Mm-hmm. No one wants to put in 10 years overnight 10 years before 10,000 hours to be a professional. Let me be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a kid myself, so I was the same way. What am I going to do? After high school, I barely graduated high school. I didn't pass my high, my science proficiency, <laughs> and somehow I still got my diploma. Don't tell on me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I, I... I'm just a teacher, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not a director of anything. But for me, it was like... Like, I didn't know what to do, and this reselling stuff was cool. Literally, I was sitting here, like, the the other day, man, like, the way the business is today, how it was five years ago, or three oh, years yeah, ago, yeah. man, it's crazy. I'm so, like, I, sometimes I sit in my store and cry, like, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't belong here. Especially, wow. especially when they're just buying plain black and white dunks. <laughs> What's going on? Plain black and white dunks $300. for, what, $300? <laughs> like, there's nothing special. That's a basic colorway. There's nothing special. There's no premium material. It's there's not a no, like, wild-ass colorway. And this is the thing, I'm just like, yeah. They're going to have another drop in three months. <laughs> and then, like, the reverse one. <laughs> Literally, like, every two like, weeks, three weeks, they have a drop. And I'm just like, <laughs> Nike is just raping the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, because yeah, one of my students got, like, the second drop got up here. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, I got some. I'm like... Yeah, bro. Like that's the basic colorway. It's not anything <laughs> special. Like no, not the basic colorway in any shoe. After any two weeks of him wearing shoot. them, bro, the creasing is disgusting. They're horrible quality. It's horrible. Dude, quality. and that's the thing. I'm like, and like people don't like to crease shoes, you know. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> if you're gonna pay three hundred bucks, you might as well fucking wear them yep. for a basic ass shoe. Facts. You know? And don't say, please don't hold on to your pandas because I promise you, there's not gonna be resale value. <laughs> there's to not gonna be anything. There will like, not be resale value to pandas. People are gonna years. realize. So, like, I feel like the market on dunks is coming down. It is. It is a little bit. No, so much. Yeah. But you know what? I'm starting to kind of appreciate them more now, though. The new colorways they're coming out with, they're cool. But be- because they're more affordable, I think that's why I like them more. Now kids can get them for 160 150 instead of 250 or 300 bucks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, we were selling pandas at one point for like 340 bro. It was yeah. wild. And this, and this is the thing. I, I under, like, like us being sneakerheads for so long, you know, it is just like, okay, cool. 
if this colorway is this, but like, do I get swayed with it? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I get even though it's still black and white? You know, do I get like a new buck? Even know? the leather, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the like a new leather, buck. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, even have regular, to be like yeah. official suede and of shit. Course, it could be course. a new buck of you know a little step down from it. It's the materials that's in it. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. And that's why that's why I give Kanye his shout out with the Yeezys because he getting comfortability level yeah, going like, back that's into the thing. it. Like, and I don't like Yeezys too much, but I yeah. gotta. I got an Adidas model that's like the same silhouette. Yep, you yep, know? yep. The but boost. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great, honestly. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy to me. It's crazy. So yeah, I get I get to that point where I'm just like, ah, I'm not supposed to be here. But you know, then I then I get reminded, like, bro, we've been doing this shit for me and him been boys for four years now. Think about it. That's fucking crazy. It's been a it just feels like I met this kid last week, you know what all I'm saying? The, all the stores you guys been into together, all the little thrift shops, Literally. all the buffalo exchanges. Oh, this so guy. Yeah, like what? What can be scared now? Like all the shit you've gone through. Yeah, yeah it's just like kind of like. Oh, now it's even easier now. that you can get it online. Yeah, yeah. And you know the spots now. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. And it, it gets to that point where it's just like, okay, so there was, like, there was work. There was definitely effort put into this. Bro, I sacrificed. You know, I sacrificed living in a van for a whole year yeah, yeah. to make it to where I am today. Literally, so it's just like, you know, yeah, it, it does take time. And it's just like I think forgetting time while you're doing what you love. That's where it kind of jumps into, you know. And I think, uh, but literally. Bro, I know it doesn't. But you know what? You're right. I, I, you need to have a visual for certain things to know what's cool and what's not. What you need to buy, what you don't need to buy. But like, I even get to little things like candy, bro. You can, you can make little packets of candy now and sell them on Facebook Market, bro. If you were sitting there making candy packets every weekend, yeah. people would buy them on Facebook Market all day. There's money yeah. to be made like the, out here. Uh, Jamal girl, right? Yeah, Her. shout out Leslie. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. And like Candy Empire, he does all the Japanese candy. Yes, sir. And he's just like, yo, as soon as I get like a shipment in. Like and it's only candy because it's like, o- but it's only him selling that mm. shit and that's why. See if you it's were a good to Javi out there, exactly. So I, I don't know, I don't know Javi personally, but I used to go to KD a lot for All sure. All right, yeah. well, I could introduce you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, for me, it's that, bro. Like, there is ways to make money, or even some side money. Don't, I'm not telling you go quit your day job, mm-hmm. but you can make some money to spend to, to be a little more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? For sure, mm-hmm. we all want to live a little comfortable for sure. Yeah. So Ooh, yeah. What so, a, what, you can feel the passion and energy. Dude. Yeah, yeah. For sure, Nothing's yeah. gonna stop this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I that's not, I'm just getting started, man. You're gonna bring me in here sometime next year. I'm I'm gonna uh I kinda wanna I should I should say We'll it. talk about that later. Franchising shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got you guys. Yeah, so we already talked about the transition. Mm-hmm. Wave check, you know, to hype T. The inspiration. Well, let's to, before we get you on. Want, you wanna do some music? Let's take a break. Yeah, okay, we're like okay. forty five minutes in. Oh yeah. All right. Um, Caesar, you have a song of the week. This song week. of the week. Salute to Sean. Uh, <laughs> Listen to this song, uh, you know, at the bachelor party and stuff. And I was just <laughs> feeling all the vibes. Yes. It's a uh, quicksand by Yancey Boys featuring Common and Desi, Desi Page. So uh, listen, enjoy, guys. Salute. What's up, guys? I want to tell you guys about one of our new sponsors and favorite tattoo shops here in town. Yeah, our favorite tattoo shop is Lasting Dose Tattoo. Located in Midtown Reno at 888 South Virginia Street. They are open Tuesday to Saturday, 12 to 8. They have an artist for any style tattoos. Walk-ins are always welcome. And they have an art gallery that you can see as you wait for your tattoo. For any information, you can find them at www.lastingdosetattoo.com or their Instagram at lastingdosetattoo.
get it and don't let go Praises to the most high, eyes are kinda set low A man of many faces, I rock the crooked smile Since they took off my braces, back on Stony Isle We was on our own oasis, mild sauce, hot tempers, cold cases Huh? I ran the town not knowing it was racist Standing on the deck to smoking aces Grace is a wonderland I seek the face of the son of man A fatherless child that made it to the motherland I think our body's raps really took me A veteran in this game, I stay fresh like a rookie When I was underground, they used to overlook me Now flicks and book tours make it hard for them to book me The presence of Ra, the essence of a star Jewelry and a car, suggesting who we are Blessings of John that come through us all. I'm seizing y'all, I never knew when to fall in the quicksand. Man's been a shorty, consolidate the dollars, go dumb, E-40 We're pimping in your poetry, no sleeping with your jewelry off And when you get your chance, slam dunk it, run the jewelry off And I did that, me and my guys repping the city And I hustle with no pity, they christened me Frank Nitty And I took that and I ran with it, made a few stacks and some bands with it But then I brought it home, my student must have teachers on And I could never dream it could go from the Yancey's basement To me standing up on stages in front of some foreign faces Get loving those foreign places like we from there And oh yeah, they like where the Dollars at. I'm like, I'ma call you back and please let me clarify Player, I'll be damnified Ever let the picture fade to black before I say goodbye Spot you like you Spotify Nitty make the song cry I'ma let Illa sing this lullaby Quick say
Welcome back to Up in the Mix. That was Caesar's song of the week. It was Quicksand by Yancey Boys featuring Common and Desi Page. Yeah, like I said, salute to Sean. Play that song like it was one of his Sean's one of many Sean's mixes out there, and like played through the basketball part. I'm like, oh, I love the vibes. I got to play it again. Yeah, it was a good one. It, yeah, it's an old one. I got some old basketball references from like 2010 in there if, um, when the Knicks were good. <laughs> <laughs> That existed, <laughs> but uh, no, and it At was some just, point. yeah, and like uh, we played it for the radio this week as well, so it was just fantastic, good vibes, can't go wrong with Common. Yeah, so uh, back to you, you creating this business. Yeah, so you talked about you know, bub, uh, wave, wave check, wave. Yes. Like, how did you go from wave check to hype team? Yeah, how how did I do that? So. Uh, we again going back to Jared, shout out Global Goods. Um, he decided to do an event. Oh, so me and you know, I can get into it. I'm sure he won't be upset about it if I mention it. But uh, there was a little bad blood, I guess, when I opened up my shop. When he, you know, it was a little bit of a ah, uh, you know, we're better than you, little kid, you know, because I had a little box, literally, like my store was probably like twice the size. That was about it. And so it was just kind of like, you know, it was, I was just selling vintage clothes, not even shoes or nothing like that. So I didn't really feel like I understood why. But anyway, it, it, it was what it was. And then COVID happened and everything else happened. And, you know, the, you know, uh, when George, I, I, I think one of the biggest things that happened to America was the death of George Floyd that I really think that's where we really saw the divide in the country of really who was trying to shift we shifted a lot of things i feel like in a positive way you know a, a, a un, unfortunate situation but um we kind of did the same thing with me and jared where we kind of sat there and was just like you know there was a lot of bullshit going on this year a lot of negativity going on i think the one of the things that we should be doing is you know getting together or you know and you know making something happen together and letting people know that we're still cool because i closed my shop down but didn't mean I, I had stopped you know and i kept saying that when i closed my shop down it was always a lot of like oh i'm so sorry close your shop that sucks that no it was it, we want to close the shop down we didn't have to close the shop down so you know when uh we he, i went in to uh, go pick up some money one day because i was i had sold some stuff mind you i was still selling stuff while i had my shop <laughs> through <today>. him <laughs> i'm hustling bro come on man i gotta make money everywhere so you know i was uh so he sat there he told me he's like hey bro like you want to do a pop-up here? Like, you want to come in here and we can do a pop-up together and be like a wave check takes over uh, Global Goods. And I was like, yeah, bro, let's do it. Like, I'm with that. And then um, he has a, there was a spot next door to him that was open, that. right? I remember that. And it was, uh, he, it, it was open and he was like, you know, I scratched the pop-up. Let's do a bigger thing where we can invite vendors because you're cool with all the homies that resell their vendors. Um, and let's get, um, let's, let's, let's do something big. We'll call it Hype Night. And it's a three-day weekend. And we're like, yeah, hell yeah. So I told Caesar, I told uh, Cisco, the other homie, and I think that was an Irv, the other homie, Irv. Irv, that's my dog too. He's a hype T. If you guys see, if you guys go to hype T, say what's up to Irv. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, I was like, yo, let's get this event. Jared talked to me about this event. And then he knew other company, uh, other brands, Main Clothing with Johnny and Curtis. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the, he had another homie who resold it. And then somebody, some, another store from Chico, California that came out here with us and shit. So we did this big ass event, bro. And, Truthfully, you know, I, I you know, I like to, I'm humble. I'm a humble guy, but anybody around me, anybody can t around you can tell you that weekend was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous weekend for all of us, but I think especially for Wave Check. I think Wave Check, we we came out, we shout out to Anthony, he helped us out with making merch. We did the choose Wave Check tees and yes, yes. we shot commercials and we fucking went crazy, bro. And me and my girl were like astonished by the support we had. So, you know, we 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 shut that shit down. And Curtis paid attention to that. 
So Curtis was on the other side, right? And he paid attention to that, and I think he realized that, yo, this motherfucker, this motherfucker right here, you know, he knows what he's doing. That's a little pull. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, mind you, I was only selling vintage clothes. I couldn't afford sneakers. I don't. I, I didn't get into sneakers until after hy- hype night. Hype night. You know, this clothes. <laughs> I made over ten thousand dollars in those three days at hype night. So yeah. I used that yeah. money to re up. I start. I started getting into sneakers a little bit because I had a little bit more money to do it. Before then, I didn't. Have, I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford to pay two hundred bucks and and hope they sell for yeah. two eighty. You know, you had a little right. capital. Yeah, you exactly. have that for those. Yeah, those margins. Exactly, the margins are crazy. Vintage clothes. I could find them for five bucks and sell it for thirty all day. You know, and that's, and that's a big margin. Way yeah. better margins, right? So, um, Curtis did have that did have that budget <laughs> you know and he sat there and he was like you know i really like what you're doing bro you know let, let's all team up and you know something happened with this partner you know they it ended up working out whatever ended up happening and he was like yo i'm solo now what's up you want to sell my shoes i said uh sure he's like yep yeah, you take a percentage of the sh- you take a percentage and you sell my shoes i started flipping these shoes for him we started moving bro we we're doing events we we're doing i, I tra- again still traveling still i was still in the van so i was going to california sacramento with fucking 80 pairs of shoes 80 pairs of shoes in my in my van so i'm sitting there doing events we're doing events we're moving 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 and then one day he just he goes up to talk to some other guy and he wanted to open up a boba shop and sneakers with it or the guy already had a boba shop up and running and he was like hey you know can i throw some sneakers in there I seen it happen. The guy was like, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll think about it. Okay, well, Curtis doesn't wait for no man. <laughs> so this man said, uh, hey, I tried to ask him, fuck him. We're going to do our own shit. <laughs> he said, we're going to open our, up our own We're gonna open up our own shop, and you're going to sell clothes and sneakers in it. I said, all right. I said, he's like, you want to do that? I said, yeah, I just want to let you know. I do not want to be at the shop every single day, though. That's why I closed my last shop down. Bro, I promise you, you won't. Uh, I work six days a week right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though. It's a it's a whole different it's a whole different aspect. I see it moving forward. I see what we're doing here now. Um, I think getting both of us connected was the best thing to happen. Um, now, mind you, again, I owe that all going back to doing events, making things happen. Um, I could have I could have easily let mine and Jared's uh, issues or situations at the time uh, say fuck no, fuck that pop up and fuck you, you know, and and then I I wouldn't be where I am exactly. today. So you know, it's sometimes again, it's. Swallowing, swallowing your pride swallowing that pride bro i think that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people lack into that don't mm-hmm. that they do not do and you know sometimes it's everybody wants to have the biggest dick you know like everybody wants to be the guy everybody wants to be that man and for me bro it's like i don't care to be that man <laughs> you know i just i let the people talk and i do what i do you know what i'm saying like i it's a perfect example of just letting the work do its do it talking for you they you know talk what I'm saying? for you yeah and mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't like to collaborate together that's no like they the don't thing. they don't and especially nowadays they don't like to work with other people in the same industry exactly because they think you're gonna bite off of them well it's just that street mentality you you talked about it earlier but it's that street mentality where Mm -hmm. it's like it's us it's it's a zero sum if i'm if i'm winning you gotta lose exactly like i was just watching kevin hart has this new show and he was talking and he's like that's the biggest thing he learned he's like just because I'm winning doesn't mean you lose. He's like, why don't we work? To, why why am I not helping you win? Exactly. We can't win together. Exactly. Why can't we win together? There's He's like, that's money. just But like, that's this hood. That's that street mentality. Exactly, like, yeah. You're just so used to having nothing that you got to scrape for everything, and you're always scared of losing it because someone else. But it doesn't have to be that way. And then, and then it, I feel like it's when somebody, like, appear to you. Yo, you went to the same school I did. You had the same shit I went through, Um, you know. Why are you successful and I'm not yet? And the I ego comes in. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things that I really that I really look at is like, 
I don't, I don't, yeah, again, I can't sit here. It's, it's hard for me to do that. Even now, man, I should be more like that, but I still, I still, I just can't. I don't know. I just, I don't know, man. There's, we're, again, we're all equal. And for me, it's like, I have my fuck ups too on my flaws, bro. I'm one of the most unorganized persons you'll probably ever meet. Like, I, I'm horrible with organization. But, you know, and I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that. You know, I'm not afraid. I, I, I'll tell people how much money I made if I had a bad day or a good day. Like, I, again, I, sometimes I say too much, but I get to a point where it's like, you know, I just want you to know the the honesty of what I'm going through. This is just not all rainbows, you know. And as much as people think it is, like my my girl's mom, she's one of somebody who's just like this kid just sells shoes and hangs out all day. He hangs out with his friends <laughs> and just kicks shit. it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> this shit is hard as hell. Yeah. You try to do this, you know what I'm saying? You try yeah. to start your own shit, and it's just kind of like, you know, it, it it is difficult. But you know, I yeah, you're absolutely right. I think it's it's that stigma of like. Uh, like I should be better than him because we're from the same shit. As if you if you see it, you know, like the the rap like rappers for example, famous rappers, the biggest support the biggest support is white kids, white kids no. who are privileged. Those are the biggest supporters. They support hardcore. Even at my shop, I can see it now that we are starting to get more. You know, I back at Wave Check, it was always it's just homies, just mm-hmm. kids, just kids that can't afford this shit. You know what I'm saying? So like now we're getting those type of kids where it's like damn, this is crazy. Like, they support harder than my friends do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got some homies. Don't get me wrong. I do have some homies that do support me. Shout out to them. I'm not talking about them. But there's other people that I went to school with that they love sneakers too, but they have yet to even come say hi. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, like... Little white, little white, privileged white kids. Those are that's the strong support that you need in any aspect. I didn't, do, bro. I didn't, I didn't realize it until we did the the hip hop show. Yeah, like, yeah. college last year. I was like. This is not the uh, <laughs> not the, the demogra- I demographic yeah. I was expecting. Because yeah. those kids go to school with those kids that were doing the rapping, and they think I'm better than those kids. I don't want to come support mm-hmm. them. Fuck them. And that's the sucks. street thing. Back that to sucks, the street bro. Thing. That does mm-hmm. suck. See, for me, it's I don't know. I like I said, I, I was raised in that whole er- that whole area too, but I never held. I never had that before. You know, I know my role. I know where to place it at, and I know what to do. What I'm good at, and then what you're good at. I'm gonna I'm gonna support you at what you're good at. I got you. But you know. Especially in Reno when there's not a lot of this resale. Because there's just a hand, like less than a handful, right? There's mm-hmm. only like four spots right Le- now. Yeah, resale shops. Yeah, about three shops right now. Even resellers, like, you know, mm-hmm. the vintage resellers, you, you know, Caesar would tell you there's only three or four guys that mm-hmm. are really respected in this shit mm-hmm. for real out here. But this is so, something I was telling my girl the other day is I don't think Reno has a, um, I don't think Reno has a uh, tier to anything. Like, we don't have a tier to anything. Like, if you think music in Reno, you don't think one artist. If you think photography in Reno, you don't think one photographer. Exactly. If you think, you know, anything, any aspect, We're not right? yet. We haven't gotten to that point yet. Exactly. There's no, we don't have a hero of the city yet, right? So, I think, why not let it be one of us? Why can't it be one of us? You know, It's almost like the Wild Wild West. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, everyone, there's different styles and everything, and exactly. they're all coming up. But it's settled yet. But it's not like in LA, you know, that style of photography. Exactly. Or that style of hip hop. And you know what? You go to New York. You you know know what they are. Exactly. You know exactly what they are. Reno's still making that. Zero culture. We're still making it right now. Absolutely. And I think and I think that's where I kinda think about that aspect where it's like, you know, we can we can sit here and change this whole city around, but it's gotta start with support. It's gotta start with local support. We we talk about it all the time. Like you know, people are always willing to go support some restaurant from somewhere else fucking san francisco la they're going on a like, trip i'll spend six hundred dollars on a fucking bill where it's like there's a place in reno that's just you know that you know that there's people in reno doing that same thing exactly go no. support the go support but like yeah like people will pay you know 
$250 to go to a concert in San Francisco or LA, but, but won't pay, pay 10 bucks to go support their local, you know, their friend who's... Your city is just as fun, bro. Just get out there more. Absolutely. People go to... The perfect example, people go to a... What's the, the crab fish over there in Sacramento? That Boiling crab. Everybody in Reno goes to boiling crab. Dog, there's a boiling... There's a crawfish spot right in front of us at Costco Shopping Center. Just as good. My buddy yeah. already confirmed it. It's just as good. But why do you travel two hours to go do that? That's great. Because Reno, like, you know, they're all about the hype. It's all about the hype. Absolutely. Yeah. And you think about it in this aspect. I don't know. Going to school, you know, growing up and stuff. Did you realize that all the barbers were all barbers at the same time? All the tattoo artists are tattoo artists mm-hmm. at the same time? Because it's trends. It's trends. And then the, the good ones end up sticking. And then the bad ones end up going to figure out something else. Yeah. But that's the thing where, oh, uh, I see this kid in my class being a barber. Fuck it, I want to cut too. I don't want to get a haircut from him. I want to start cutting too. And he's not as good as that kid. Why did you do that? Why did you waste this energy and time into trying to do something just because you saw somebody else doing it? That's the part they that... They got to find their passion, like what they're passionate about. Yeah, that, 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 and, I, and, I, and I respect that too, but I think it goes... So I had a buddy who, who literally that, that was his mentality. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It was more of a sense of, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, and that's always what we have. But then th- that leads to, now fuck him, like hating on somebody for, for right. doing that. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And again, we all start, we all start, obviously we all start shitty. I'm sure your first couple pictures were a little we shitty. We all do. Right? We all got to work. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you have those people that want to be photographers just like you, mind you, not even thinking that they're looking up to you in a sense. They're just hating, right? And then they see your first shoots and they're like, oh, this guy sucks. Let me let me try to do it better. You know, and it's just kind of like, I don't know, man. I, 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 I That's something that I learned a lot growing up, especially just like when I got older like literally right after high school to a couple years ago where it was just kind of like I, I had a friend I used to manage in music David and for me like I, I knew my place David's the star not me you know you got to know your place in these things and do what you can to help promote somebody l- l- so one thing I say is always nobody's listening if one person's out here gang 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 right but when you have 30 people saying the same exact thing okay now we're listening to what's going on so I feel like if people can just learn their role in certain aspects and ride the ride the wave of something we can blow this shit blow it up reno's huge and it's growing you know what i'm saying so what's the future of of hype t you guys want more locations yeah um, (laughs) (laughs) well hopefully boba never ends hopefully that's gonna go uh no we're true all day i'll be honest um you know that's why i didn't leave this city because of that I, i i think that aspect of nobody else is really doing shit here like that nobody's really nobody really has a grasp on especially for me in this streetwear hype hype shit Nobody really has a grasp in the city. Not Jared, not ourselves, not any of the other shops, right? I think what it is is somebody has to get get the grip, and that that somebody I want is to be me, to be honest. I, but in the most humble way, right? In, in the aspect of I'm just working, and I just – I. What I crave in this city is that community. I know you hate it, but I love all the kids wearing Jordan 4s and Jordan 1s. I love that shit. Because for me, we created something here. We see right. kids now rocking that's, vintage tees. Like, that's the thing. Like For me, it's like – Yes, it's annoying, but I've, I've also at the same time, how fucking cool is it that they're all that they're yeah. into this thing that exactly yeah. I like, was into that mm-hmm. no like not that many people were exactly and I you know? and I want people to be like individuals. Yeah, know? I feel that you know like it's cool that you have a Jordans. Do you have any New Balances? Yeah, I feel you know. You, I feel Do you have any Sacones? Well, they gotta start somewhere. <laughs> they gotta start no, somewhere. They, exactly. The blocks so they start with but, the hype. But that's all you got, though. That's the and, thing. But and sometimes that is what it is, though. Like, oh, okay, my first pair of Jordans were fours. Now I want ones. Now mm-hmm. I want threes. Now I want sevens. Now I want yeah. New Balance. Now mm-hmm. I want you know all the latest shit. And I think it's cool. I, I for me it does suck because again you know going back to what Caesar saying is like uh, you know there's there's a. 
You know, it it was easy back then. Now you got 20, 30 teenagers in the, in the thrift stores looking Same for shit, shit too now. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to pay that resale price. But, you know, my thing for me is you're not always going to find something at those thrift stores. So you're going to eventually make your way into that shop because yeah, yeah. you're into vintage now, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where it's, I... It, it's still... It, all that's good for you. Exactly. All of it's good for me. Exactly. And, I, and again, I'm, I'm somebody who... Uh, you know, I like, I like, uh, like I said, I wanted to create a community here, and I think we're getting to that point where we are creating community. Our one of our biggest things with the lookbooks, I feel like lookbooks for us, like that's somebody nobody does lookbooks. You know, not, not a lot of resellers and shit. Uh, even even outside of here, like round two never does lookbooks or nothing like that, right? So they don't need to anymore. Yeah, they don't need. All right, I, I, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I, I get to that point where that's something that I didn't do just for promotion. That's something that I really really enjoyed doing. Like I loved. Let me get these kids dressed up in some shit that they never wore before because they're just used to Ross, Ross t-shirts or the mall stuff right and I used to love when we do outfit like people would throw on outfits and be like can I buy this whole outfit off of you like I loved how it looked Never got into vintage before. Now all that all that person wears is vintage, which is awesome. You know, and again, we created that in a sense, so it's really dope to, to see it happen, to see it coming coming through fruition. Now, you know, we we went from nine hundred followers to maybe twenty thirty people coming in buying that kind of stuff to now you know seven thousand followers, and we got you know a thousand people a week coming in. So it's getting it's pretty nuts, honestly. That's and I good. yeah, it gets and I think what what we see what I see moving forward is I want to. We do want to uh, reach to different areas, but I think I want to stay close to home. I want to open one in Tahoe for sure because I think Boba and Tahoe would be a smash. Yes. Ridiculous. It would be great. <laughs> and then the sneakers. There's a lot of celebrities that go to Tahoe. Bro. I have uh, no yeah, idea. Yeah. 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 I have no we idea until Hawkeye recently. Out there. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? You should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> this guy works next door to Hawkeye all the time. Hawkeye be at the generator right there on Audi quite a bit. Dude, I live yeah, right over there, too. Yeah. yeah like, that's exactly. my neighborhood out yeah, there. Yeah. So yes, good. sir. Yeah, so I uh, uh, so we do. I think Tahoe is one of the spots we want to open up, and then maybe one more in town, but maybe not, man. We keep the exclusiveness in it, at the Costco yeah, shopping yeah. center, and we make that shit dope. And well, like maybe you don't need a second spot, but maybe just like bigger spots. Yeah, else, oh, that know? is that's a for sure. Uh, I think we already need more space. <laughs> it's getting it's getting crazy, but yeah. we just dumped a shit ton of money into our spot, so Patience we're there for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. That's absolutely. good though. Right? But, You're reinvesting in the business. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, but I do plan on I do plan on you know branching out from that and you know wanting to do fashion shows that hype team hosts and you know different types of thing that literally like I just like I said, man, I, I just want to build a community here and I want to build I want to build a you know clientele kit. Like you said, you know when you go to New York, you know what they rock. You know what they rock out there when you go to LA you know what they're wearing out, out there San Francisco you know what they're wearing out there you know so I wanted to I want to create like almost in a sense the staple of what Reno the is Reno style. the Reno style exactly exactly and you know I think I've, I've always said this for years bro I think in every aspect I think the wrong people have always been in charge politically business uh, however you want to look at this shit I think the wrong people have always been in charge of what they do so if you don't like how somebody's doing something you might as well just go and try to do it yourself yeah, exactly <laughs> but they, the gate like the Gatekeepers are never part of. They're never part of the culture. The gatekeepers exactly. are never part of the culture. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's kind of like, hey, oh, come on, bro. We gotta get. That's why I love. Like, I love seeing like uh, basketball players coaching now because they know exactly what they're talking about. You know, you. I love to see that shit because it's like, you know, for me, it's like they've been there. They've been in it the whole lives. They deserve to be the coach now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I, I jump into that aspect where it's like, you know, we. I'm trying to create something here, and we're gonna get some shit moving for sure. Yeah, we've already been doing amazing. <laughs> So many people, like-minded people, we'd love to hear it. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. We're all moving shit together. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm going to play my song of the week here. Mm. 
You know my man Killer Mike. I love Killer Mike. Brand new single, fantastic, uh, featuring Young Thug. It's called Run. Uh, heard this yet? And uh, yeah, just listen and enjoy. Salut. Run, run, nigga, run. 
Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's song of the week, and it was run by Killer Mike featuring Young Thug. Man, the production's great. It's like very slow, dark, and ominous, and uh, Killer Mike spits bars, and then Young Thug. Uh, Young Thug. Chorus is good. Like, Killer Mike always come in with, like, uh, I was talking to Steve about Orlando, and every time, like, Killer Mike says something on his own, in Orlando, it makes me want to be revolutionary about <laughs> shit. And I'm like, let's go run up on these crackers on the city hall. You know? <laughs> it makes me feel that what, same way. What did Kendrick say? He said, uh, motherfucker, if you did, then Killer Mike will be planning. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. He'll be yes. some shit. He'll be spinning some shit. Yeah, like Killer Mike is, you know, I'm happy with Run the Jewels that he's got some light. But if you, like, listen to his old shit, like... Woo! Yeah. Let's fucking let's let's go be militant and shit. They're in the middle of let's their go. their six straight shows at Madison Square Garden right Jesus now. Jesus Christ! They sold it out six, and like uh, LPs from there. And like mm-hmm. his mom went to one of the shows, and he showed a text she sent. She's like, "It was a great show. I love you guys, but you're too modest. You guys need to let like you guys are great, and you need to let people know. Stop being so <laughs> humble. Like you how- had your mom told you that." Like, it's just like superstars sell out, you know, like Richard Pryor and things like that to that echelons. But if they're selling six nights, yeah, that's crazy. Like how, how there's so many people that fit in there so much. Like they're 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 doing it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I guess uh, Zach De La Roca from Rage Against the Machine broke his leg in the show the other night. They were going so crazy, so he's performing in a wheelchair tonight, and they had Holy to cancel shit. the rest of their their European that's tour. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Zach still makes me want to fuck shit up all the time. Yeah. I love. Him. I'm gonna go see. I'm, I'm gonna see them uh, next spring. You got they're, standing they're, tickets for, for like three since, years. Yeah, since 2020, I've been having. <laughs> yeah. Damn, for real. <laughs> yeah, they're playing in Oakland. Yeah, they keep it canceling was originally the West supposed, Coast. Yeah, because of COVID, it was originally supposed to yeah, be in like uh, April 2020, and they they rescheduled. You know, I don't my, even know you how kept your ticket this morning. Just... My homie has them. Oh, nice. So I was like, you know, my uh, my Toby Marlin's at the show uh, tonight. Oh, in shit. New York, he, he had the original tickets for Oakland, and it's been so long. He lives in New York now. <laughs> Holy shit! So he got his free ticket for New York. <laughs> he went to New York. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> that's hella funny. Uh, that's in wild. Madison Square Garden too. Yep, that's crazy. Uh, that's what's up. That's how yeah. we knew. He sent a picture of him in the fucking wheelchair performing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you got the inside tip. We got the inside tip. Yeah. The inside Public tip. doesn't know about that. Okay. But uh, it's time for the meandering questions, Carlos. Yes, yes sir. Um, if you're ready for this, are they live um, or death? Uh. They will, they will, <laughs> they will test your credibility <laughs> in this universe. All righty. All right. We, we kind of touched on this, but mm-hmm. who is someone who inspired you as a child and who is someone who inspires you now? Um, I've never, I don't think I've ever had like, um, like an actual like person that I know, someone that has inspired me really. Um, it's more celebrities and shit. Like, I'm really into, like, music and stuff. Uh, Kobe. Kobe, for sure. Somebody who literally, like, I used to watch, uh, I used to, like, listen to, like, documentaries. Uh, Kobe doing work, you know. I, I Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality, all that, man. Spike Lee made this crazy-ass documentary of him when I was younger. And, like, I watched that shit literally for, like, a month straight. It was just, like, just, like, the that man was not, that man was a machine. He was not human. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of it was kind of crazy, to just be honest. dedication. His dedication. Ethic. Yeah, His absolutely. Mental, mental aspect. Well, obviously, that rubbed off on you. Huh? Thanks, thanks. It kind of, I don't know. I'd still be waking up at 12 if I don't have to go to work. <laughs> I can't. See, that's where I got to focus balance. more on my personal. Yeah, Not no, too I much mama there. No, yeah, man. I, no, it's, mm-hmm. But you see, it's more like the stories, like how you would hear other players talking about how, oh, we came back from the club and 
Kobe's getting out the gym, you know, like hearing those stories to me is like that really shows where because anybody can talk about themselves, right? Yeah. But when you start hearing other people talk about you, that's when it's a whole nother level of like respect. So yeah, Kobe for sure. And then um, honestly, in today's time right now, I guess I would say uh, Curtis, my partner, man, he's a very hardworking dude. Another another guy who's a machine. Don't get me wrong, he's not he's not a perfect guy either, but that man works extremely hard with what he does, and honestly, he deserves everything he's got. He, um, you know, he's one of the I don't brag too much about him, but he's one of the owners of uh, EG Noodle House down in South Reno. So go. Okay. Get you the hype tea ramen out there. We got our own hype tea ramen. Oh shit! Okay. Is, yeah, super good. Um, but yeah, man, the man works hard, bro. He he, he deserves everything he's gotten. You know, he he. I wouldn't say he grew up uh, rich, but I wouldn't say he grew up poor either. But you know, like I said, the the, the work ethic for there for sure is there. That's somebody you can definitely use as an example for business and making money for sure. Nice. Dope, dope. All right, next one. Favorite sneaker growing up. Favorite sneaker now. Okay, so favorite sneaker growing up. Honestly, surprisingly, I wasn't much of a sneakerhead, guys. Uh, again, Curtis. I mean, is, you told the story. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't have time. What did you get at Mervin's? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'll be honest with you. I got to a point where I think my first Jordan, um, the first Jordan that caught my attention was a Jordan Raptor Seven. I love that shoe, mm-hmm. man. That shit was so nice. Got just the black silhouette with the little, little purple red. and red on mm-hmm. them. Ooh, they're fire. So, yeah, I would probably say that at the time it would have been the Raptor 7. This, Mind you, this is about 2012. wasn't too long ago, you know, 10 years ago that I really started fucking with shoes and stuff. Um, and then now I would say you guys are going to hate me. <laughs> uh, I would never spend over $1,000 on shoes either. But I will. I uh, those Travis Scott ones, the first oh, ones yeah, that he yeah. dropped, the brown and black ones. Yeah. Pff, bro, those are so sick. The reverse swoosh. I know it's so <laughs> simple, but dude, that shit was sick. Like when I, it first came out, the yeah. very first one. But like has, simple, the de- simple designs do a lot. Yeah, thing. they do. They do. And like, don't get me wrong, that the reverse one, fantastic. This shit was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, like I would pay if I had the money, I'd pay for the Dior Jordans. Yeah, yeah. The Dior Jordans yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's yeah. another pair too. Some, they're, yeah, the Southerners are so clean. You're like, yeah, like okay, if can I do payment plan? You. <laughs> Two thousand bucks. I'll, I'll pay it off in a year. <laughs> Hell yeah! It might be like three years, three, maybe three, three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with that, with that caramel or whatever they got. Come right. On. I got size fifteens. It's hella hard. It's to hard. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got one pair at the shop for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, probably the Travis Scott one. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Uh, if you could have one superpower, what would it be, and what would your weakness be? Ooh. Oh wow. So yeah. I've never paid attention to the weakness part. But growing up as a kid, I always thought super speed was the most, like, com- like not common, but common sense to have superpowers. Because obviously you have to hide your, your superpower, right? You can't, you can't let people know you have super strength or you can fly, obviously. But if you had some super speed, you would have been a track star at school. You could have <laughs> went to college. You could have been a professional track star, a football player. No one would have known. Hey, no one would have known. He's I could have just used my just like dash in the incredible. Yeah, just slow down, Dad. Speed it up. Slow yeah, down. Right, let, me break, let me break the school record real quick. Average. It's exactly. going to be 5% better than everyone yeah. else. And then thinking about it like that. Uh, when no one can see me, I could have, you know, as a kid, all my family comes from Bakersfield, McFarland area. Literally, it's just me, my mom, and my sister out here. So, like, that's something that I truly did miss back. Was, oh, just like, running the, the family connection. Because my family's they're all pretty close, as you can tell. My mom was shunned. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so so they're all pretty close. So, I think that if I, like, if I could just run to go see my grandma and come back, like, that, super speed. Super speed for sure. But I don't know what the weakness would have been. I guess... Broken yeah. ankle, <laughs> weak Achilles, Achilles weak Achilles heels. Yeah. No vision. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit a hit a car while I'm running. I don't know. Like, but when you go like, super fast, you won't be seen either. You know. Yeah, that's, that's true too. That's true too. Or like Flash has to like. 
he gets super tired. He does. Yeah. He does. So he has to like he has to always get all eat, the pizzas. Always eat a lot. And if he runs too much, doesn't he? Isn't there like a? I think I seen where like he like separates himself. Yeah, speed yeah. Yeah. So he could have clones of himself. because yep. he's so fast. Yep. But he could also fuck up the universe because he goes so so fast. fast. Yeah. yeah. I, I would probably say I would probably say the hunger part. Then I was yeah. eating too much. You know, that would have been shitty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. The next one is a little two part question. Adidas or Nikes? And then Jays or Yeezys. Ooh, okay. Uh, I would say Nike. To be honest, the only reason why is just because I feel like I don't know, man. Adidas hasn't really done anything like. Uh, Adidas hasn't really done anything for me to be like, okay, you guys literally have changed the direction of a shoe. Mm-hmm. Nike, they don't stop. All bro. day, they don't mm-hmm. stop. There's just so many. There's just so many, exactly. It's like, just, you, you know, you got people who are into Air Maxes. You got people into Jordans. Cortezes. You got people, you know, Cortezes. Like, like, Air Maxes. And, like, those Air other forces. ones, like, Cortezes were always, like, super cheap. That's why yeah, I always, yeah. you could get a pair of Cortezes for, like, 40 or 50 bucks. Facts. And, mm. I, I mean, Adidas does have, like, the classic shell, but. Like, the I don't know. I'll take it. I think Shelto's are like ugly. The, <laughs> <I can't. laughs> the toes is too much uh, for me, bro. I don't know. I, no, I, like, and I like, like the Stan like Smiths. Yeah. Like, Stan Smiths are cool. Yeah, I like Stan Smiths. But, like, they just don't have as many iconic yeah. ones as Nike. I think I they only like, have three or four, like, iconic compared to, like, Nike, like, their whole lineup. Yeah, it's crazy. It goes crazy. Literally silhouettes and shit. Like, even the duck poop. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say, I think I'm, I'm a big fan of like Adidas uh, cleats, like for like soccer and oh, football yes, and shit. Yes. They they have great cleats for they're their sports. Uh, uh, everyone and wears they're definitely innovative. Yeah. All my yeah, all they're the innovative soccer players the Adidas. They are, they are. They come out with some crazy ass yeah. cleats. Yeah, well, I no, think like they are for soccer what Nike is for like basketball. Yep, yes, absolutely. Yes. I agree with you. Because you know sure. they're you know German. You know, from, yeah, yeah. So they got that background. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Um, and then Yeezys or Jays. Uh, I'm gonna go Jay's style wise, and I'm gonna go Yeezy's comfort wise. Okay, if I could do that, yeah, yeah. yeah. you cool. could do whatever you want. I think uh, with people for like basketball shoes, they gotta you gotta break them in. Yeah, they do that because uh, they're like a lot of support. There's a lot of material, especially yep. with some of these Jordans. You have to you gotta you gotta break them in, and they give you they just want to have like. That's why people don't really wear Jordans to hoop in because they're not recommended for basketball players today because there's up, so much up, back, and no, forth. Yeah, they like, don't have that ankle support. The, yeah, if, you that, if you wear a pair of like LeBrons or KDs and you they, put on a Jordans, it's like completely different. Completely. Yeah. But those LeBrons, I think they have like the almost, I forget what collabo he's doing with them, but they're almost like the French flag. They're like black, and but they have like red. White and like blue, like they look fantastic. I, the the twenty twenty two ones are uh, pink. Oh, I, I I haven't I've never bought a pair of Lebrons, but like yeah. he he wore those for some special. I was like, look kind of crispy. Yeah, <laughs> might have to yeah. might have to get like, those. I might ones. have to buy like the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, I might have to buy those Lebrons. Like, oh, you know. sorry, I completely spaced it. Actually, one of my favorite shoes before the Raptor Seven was the KD Aunt Pearls. I don't know if you ever seen those. Uh-huh. They have like the angel wing over it. They're yeah, white yeah, and gold. Yeah, those yeah. were fucking beautiful. I saw someone, uh, I forget who it was on uh, the, what's the YouTube show uh, with uh, Joe, oh, Joe, what's his name? Oh like, yeah, Joe De La Puma, Com- Complex Sneakers. Yeah, shopping. Complex yeah, Sneakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone bought those on the Complex yep, Sneakers see, they're, they're, show. Those are sick, bro. Yeah, I've yeah. always wanted those. And just a little detail. Was it 50 Cent? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's hella funny. 50 Cent, my favorite troll. Hey, that's my dog. I love 50. I give up on 50. Yeah, like I said, at, at lunch, when I'm sitting at work, at lunch, I like eat at my desk. Just watch. Just watch, yeah, like those yeah. complex shoes. Yeah, yeah they're hella YouTube. funny. Do you guys watch uh, Full Size Run? 
No, I haven't seen that one yet. I don't think oh, I you sure. need to watch that yeah. show. Trinidad James in there and these two other white oh, boys. Oh, yes, yes, I have seen know, it. Like, full-size run, that show is so fucking good because, like, all of them have different styles of yep, sneakers. Yeah, yeah, And it's fantastic. Trinidad's, full-size run, salute. Trinidad, Trinidad James, the James. homework. Do you got any homeworks over there? Because <laughs> I, I want to get some homework. I, no, I, we, I don't think we do. He he uh, he went viral a few times off that. Off that. That's how I learned about the, mm-hmm. the, the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, full-size run. If you guys, sneakers, watch it. Fantastic show. Nice, full-size run. Shout out yeah. Trinidad James, man. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Trinidad. Gold everything, you know what Gold I'm saying? everything. <laughs> All right. Uh Whose music is on repeat for you right now? Like, who's something someone you just can't get enough of? Man, honestly, music right now is a little boring, to be honest. Uh, there's just a lot of the same shit. The game dropped an album today. It was pretty fire. I like that one. I saw some. He, I guess he talked. Did he talk about shit about Eminem? Yeah, song? he talked shit about Eminem. He literally Eminem. has a song called Black Slim Shady. I'm yeah. pretty sure that might be that's, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. finished the album yet, but I'm pretty sure that's I it. I saw someone post about that. Now. Yeah. Like, we were talking shit about the game a little while ago. Yeah, no, we, the, game, the game's been whacked since he got... That beef with that fucking model, I forgot her fucking... Uh, nah, I forgot what you're talking about, too. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, that's why it's not even that good. Yeah. Because we don't even fucking know. <laughs> yeah, no, music's been boring for me. I'll be honest with you, uh, I think Drake's the greatest artist of all time. We can have this debate. We can go back and forth. We'll do another day that, if you guys want. That's your age. But I have, a, age, I have a ton so, of... Man. No, I have a ton of facts, though. I have a ton of facts. Right. The, the, stat, well, the, he's the right. stats, stats, yeah. don't, stats don't lie, bro. If it's yeah. going by stats, you yeah. can't really argue. <laughs> no, no. Not I, had a, I had an argument with somebody the other day. So he's about 35, 35, 36-ish. So they hate Drake, probably? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he said that Drake would never be able to sell out a stadium like Michael Jackson would. Do you guys believe that or no? Uh, he does. He has. Yeah, he, right? he sold the already, stadiums. Already. Stadiums, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like, so, come on, bro. bro. But listen, come on. listen to Up in the Mix. We'll teach you a little bit more. You know? Oh, don't get me we wrong. We love Drake. I, I, I mean, little, I have no, a little bro. background. Dude, that music. new don't Drake album too. with the yeah. dance shit. Dance hall. Like, yeah, we're all about it. That's cool. Yeah, we're yeah. all about yeah. it. That was my, like, that's my least favorite Drake album ever. No, no, but yeah. that, that's, that's my shit. Like, give me some dance shit. Let's yeah, it's lost. It's lost. It's old man Wait, shit. Wait, but you guys, you guys don't disrespect Drake's bars, though. You listen to the, you listen to his albums? You listen to no, the no, because of shit and shit? Yeah, because he be spitting, bro. I always, what's the... The, what's the song the, the Chopped and Screwed song It's so old I've been listening to that one So much He's still in Vegas What's the name Cause of back, it Cause he was on Cash Money And on that shit on there Yeah, but yeah. Like, It's old no. Like I've been listening to that one so yeah. much um, so, Tuscan even, Leather to me Is one of the yeah. Probably greatest songs He ever did He mixed the beat He switched the beats up Like three times And just eats it bro He goes crazy No and like It's cool that Drake Knows who he is too uh-huh. Like he knows He has ghostwriters He knows like There's people that work for him And mm-hmm. stuff like that we were talking though, he's been on top for like over like, ten, over ten, years. like fifteen years, and probably. I, like, and I credit uh, consistency like a motherfucker. But like, it's not gonna, like we were just like, who's gonna be the one to overtake him? Mm-hmm. Win, yeah, exactly. Like, and when, last, I, I, there's it zero artists. Sound like he's slowing but down. Z- there, it doesn't sound like he's slowing down, and I can't name an artist who I think is better than him right now. One of my favorite artists, young artists right now, is Lil Baby. He's he's pretty dope. He he be rapping and shit, but he's not gonna be a. He's not gonna be Drake. No, <laughs> it's it's just tough to get to that echelons. Yeah, it is. Like, especially now. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, like he might now. be the last. Maybe Pop, he's the last yeah, one that gets yeah. up there. Because you know, you think about it, Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi. These kids fucking love those guys, bro, and they they suck. Sorry, yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, no, understandable. Like, we talk. Either about like, I was because uh, it's like the hip hop's birthday, and they had this like six minute cut of all these different songs, and like his first song featured. Like when he, you know, like Lil Wayne, Eminem, yeah, yeah. like, so <laughs> wh- who, what other artists could get that, you get know, that like, get that cosign, get that cosign, you know, coming out. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. 
But uh, the Chicago Freestyle, I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. But I'm telling you, man's, man's Champagne crazy. poetry. Yeah. This is just a playlist I you made know, today. No, we're one of the old men. One of my Drake. One like, of my mm-hmm. biggest things about him, I think, and you know, I, don't get me wrong, I love Kendrick and J. Cole. Those are my top three artists. Oh, that's all time. Right. So, so this is that exactly that's my so three. The three artists we feel that are pushing the culture is Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole. Yeah, absolutely. So Drake's like the pop. Kendrick's like um, the conscious conscious one, and J Cole's like the backpacker. One. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, see, so, so you're for, perfect. So for me, I, I, the re, like, and I'll and I'll rank them: uh, Drake, Kendrick, and Cole for me, literally like down that yeah, list. Yeah. And the only reason why I will do that is again Drake's consistency. Drake, the the hot versus how he could be, he can make a pop music, he makes Spanish music, he can make a actual bro, rap song. He's he's he took out Meek. He took out Meek. Bro, he's LeBron James. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And people hate on him because he is so good. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. And you have, I feel like Kendrick's more the Kobe. They didn't respect, they don't respect him as much as they do, but they do respect him. You know what that I'm saying? Persistence. They respect like, him, uh, but you know, it, mm-hmm. and for me, I just think, like I said, like we like we're saying, Kendrick had three, four years off, bro. Like, you can't do that if you're in the in the middle of your prime. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you do pop stuff. It's, yeah, that's true, know? too. That's true, too. But at least features, But bro. it's also, to me, it's like Michael Jackson versus Prince. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would Drake, win this? Drinks Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, Kendrick's and, Prince. And Kendrick's Prince. Prince. They're both goats, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, absolutely. like, yeah, like Drake is for everyone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. and Kendrick is for the hand. Kendrick has, and yeah, like, is for the other hand. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. And Drake yeah. is in all the bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's we good. talk about this all the time, and those are the three top guys we always yeah. say that's pushing the culture. How do you guys feel about Travis Scott? That's another artist I really like. I really enjoy just because how different he is, his sounds. He, Some he of his songs, it's all right. Like, it's like hit or, he's hit or miss yeah. for me, mm-hmm. but I think it's just because, like, I don't like sit there and listen to the I whole, feel that. the whole album. Yeah, I feel that. But like, yeah, I really like Corday. Corday's mm-hmm. hard. We went to go see him at the Jub Jubs uh, when he came. Yeah, my brother came. Oh, I got he, blessed. We, we got one, blessed, yeah. bro. They yeah, were su- yeah. we were super close. It was kind of dead. It was yeah. like fuck. Yeah, that's no, my brother. So, said yeah, that for, an, for like a young new Corday. new rap, yeah, he's probably he could be somebody who could too could possibly you know he's so young. You yeah, never yeah, know. That's true. That is true. He'd be dope. I just feel like a lot of music right now all sounds the same. So it's like I pick and choose. There's like two that, artists yeah. that are cool that originated it. And it's just like the rest is like, you know, somebody I really, I felt that was like super powerful and very, very talented. Again, versatile was um, XXX Sensacion. That kid to me, yeah. bro, was super dope. When he passed, I actually felt like, damn, <laughs> that sucks, bro. That was yeah. a very talented kid for sure. And yeah, it, it sucks because a lot of these new kids die young too. You know, Juice World never, he doesn't make crazy music, but I don't know if you guys ever seen him freestyle. He freestyled on Tim Westwood for like eight hours hours straight oh, straight no pauses bro the kid's crazy so there's some there was some talent there's some talented people out there but you know just yeah, like, it happens every generation you know, it does, like, it does. Yeah. you just gotta dig through the digital files we say now right? yeah yeah instead yeah. of back in the day through the crates finding like some dope yeah now it's digital files yep and a lot of people once again like vintage too lazy to get their shit exactly when you could put the shit yourself so you could pay me to go look for it for you yeah <laughs> so listen to up in the mix and maybe give us a couple bucks. yes sir yes sir we'd be doing the work <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. so the last one kind of hard your favorite boba <gasps> oh shit <laughs> oh shit ian's gonna get me in trouble because uh. he hates it because how popular it is <laughs> so i uh i'm mexican obviously uh my partners are both asian they're brothers, they're Chinese. And so that's where the boba came from, obviously, yeah. as you can see. But I said, you know what? I want to blend something in uh, for my people in this bitch, bro. Let me get let me make my own boba. I said, all right, what do you, what the hell do you want? 
I said, Let, let's make the horchata boba, bro. Let's make an horchata boba. I need that shit unlocked. Horchata nice. boba. What the hell, bro? You don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Literally, the, until like the last three or four days, they were like, all right, fine. Let's start working on yeah. it. Shit was fire. Shit's a smash right now. We're popping. Everybody loves the Orchata Boba. Yeah. All races, all nationalities come through. Let get me get the Orchata Boba. Something, new, bro. something yeah. never had. Something new, bro. That's I, the fusion. The fusion, baby. The fusion, you know? It's always the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Future. Always trying to yeah. think ahead. Yeah. But uh, if I'm going to go traditional, I like taro. Taro is delicious. I love taro. But yeah, no, that Orchata Boba goes crazy. Go get it at Hype Tea. Hype yeah. Tea only. Hype yeah, tea. I remember when there was Costco's only like Robinson. a couple places you could get Boba in Reno. Yeah, no, now it's fucking all over the place. Now it's everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. How do I how do I compete with the sneaker shops? You put boba. How do you compete with the boba? You put sneakers in the yes. boba shop. <laughs> this guy's like Voltron. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, you made Plus, it. Yeah, that's yes, the main questions. Congratulations. Yes, Thank you guys for All having me, man. All the hard questions, you know. Hell yeah. No, hopefully I can come back again and we mm. talk some more shit. Right. <laughs> Caesar, Caesar has a hero of the week. Caesar, what's the hero of the week this week? So uh, Starbucks, some employees had a walkout. Oh, shit. So it's out there. Let me, let me bring up my little article over here and shit. Uh, nobody at Hype T have this idea. Please don't walk yeah. out on this. <laughs> so what? what you probably ha- treat your employees better than Starbucks. <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. So this guy, he's been working for Starbucks for like 13 years. Um, this guy, uh, Sam Amato, right? Where was this at? Uh, Starbucks, and it is in. Uh, where is this thing at? It is. They they rarely mention yeah, it's like Tonawada. Oh, okay. It's like what state, Caesar? It is. <laughs> I don't think they told. They say a state, but it's in Buffalo. Oh, nice, nice. So the Buffalo area, right? This guy's been working there thirteen years. He had a little discrepancy a month ago, and Starbucks just was like, All "What right. kind of discrepancy?" It was he closed the shop early because there was not enough staff, and they ran out of like Starbucks, which is in, happening in everywhere right it now. Does happen. Yeah. Everyone's understaffed. So he got written out for it a month ago. Next thing you know, he comes in. He thinks like, all right, cool. He got written up tight. Comes in to work at a different Starbucks that he's usually from. And they just fired him off the spot. 13 years. Write-up was like months ago. I guess he had like another write-up before. But all the other Starbucks employees, because he was so beloved and they're part of the union, and they all walked out at the same time. Oh, shit. And they shut down that Starbucks. Yeah, that's And so then there's other Starbucks that, that in the vicinity. Heard about it? Buffalo heard about it. They all walked out. That's too. what's up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what's up. And it was just like a month old, like, right up. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, if you were going to fire him, fire him that time. And like, exactly. So, and they, they're all part of the union and they all just walked out. And as you can see, if a whole team quit with mm-hmm. him, that's how you know the power he has. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He and was he's a great, been there he was for probably a great employee. Years and like everyone loved him. And it's just like, he just closed the shop down because it was slow and they ran out of stuff. Like, Let's start a GoFundMe, man. This guy can go get his own coffee shop. Yeah, like, that's what I said. Real. Wrong people have been in charge, bro. Like, no, to me, that shit is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. So it's just like, Salute to everyone who walked out with him. Hell yeah. Like they, Salute. You know, they sacrificed their job as well. Absolutely. Did he get to keep his job or did uh, he? No, no, he's fired. Uh, he's that's done. Up. And then, uh, <laughs> no, Starbucks, the car, Starbucks corporations, they don't give a fuck about They're that. They're actually, so, uh, just so we can get a little extra boost, they actually closed a few Starbucks down in Washington. They're actually, like, their home base. Uh-huh. They actually closed, like, a quarter of them recently. So they're obviously falling off a little bit. But no, when everybody wants to keep all the millions. There's better coffee out there. There is, there is. Like, yeah, the Starbucks coffee, coffee is, like, uh, milk, 
coffee. We don't need perfect. to have your tirade on on Starbucks. <laughs> coffee, right now. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a nice <laughs> local coffee shop you guys like? No, uh, no shout out. Homie, homie's pl- coffee and comics. Coffee, yeah. Magpie, coffee. Magpie, coffee. Magpie, coffee. Yes, Magpie coffee. Yeah. Hell yeah. Support your Support locals, your local. y'all. Yeah. Yes, sir. They put, it, they put in the work. Exactly. You so. can you could actually see the owner. You know who he is. He's in there working, yeah. man. He's and it's real ass. coffee, not not milk with sugar. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> no, we could go on. All, <laughs> all right, petty move of the week this week. It's just sad us to even talk about it. Yes, still, still, mm-hmm. Jesus and Mero broke up <gasps> over some. Oh, I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Over some drama with their manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, their long their manager has been with them since. Before they were famous, yeah, and uh, I guess like on their show, he was harassing people and had complaints. Finally, it got so bad that like if the showtime was like, this guy can't be on the set in, of the show anymore. Like he's got all these complaints. Like this is an H. This is a HR violation. Blah blah blah. And Jesus was okay with it, and Meryl wasn't. And, and like Meryl was like loyal to the dude. Holy shit! And Jesus was like. This guy, like, this is, we can't be like, you know, like, uh, is can't be like the this. light skinned dude or the the darker dude? Uh, Jesus is the, is the uh, black dude. The black dude, right? Gotcha. Yeah. He likes all the sneaker. Mero is the one who has all the kids. Is he Puerto Rican? Yeah. Dominican. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. They're still, they're cool, you know, but it's like, that's why the show ended. They're both, I mean, like, the same week this happened, Jesus was filling in for fucking, uh, Jimmy Kimmel on his show and Mero cool, I mean. Mero yeah like Mero was on a bunch of uh, sh- like podcasts and sh- yeah. so they're both gonna have like their own stuff like they're branching out but yeah it's kind of tough though when you cause when you've gone so many years as being a duo and it breaks up doesn't always end up being the same yeah. right it's yeah. crazy yeah so that that's the payment of the week it, you know it's something like unfortunate you know, we feel like we were the west coast you guys don't have <laughs> a weird you guys don't have a weird manager do you Nah, no, it's just the two of us. Just the nice. two of us. Uh, Sean usually angry at me because I'm lost in the sauce. That's usually, that's usually it. That's hilarious. And then uh, what grinds your gears, Caesar? Uh, that Chick Fil A, where Chick Fil A was offering people chicken sandwiches to work for them instead of oh my God, instead of instead of, so wild. instead of real money. So obviously everyone's this is so fucking crazy. Everyone's That's obviously wild. having employee shortages, right? Yeah. So especially during the lunch hour when people like are taking their lunches and there's less people there. So they were offering people to work like an hour for five sandwiches. Hey buddy, maybe if you open up on Sundays, you'll make more money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could pay people. Or like just pay people with like you, you're a corporation. You make fucking like what kind money. Of fucking what kind of fucking dystopian future, future shit is this? Like, hey, this we're just going to give you food. This person's money. sitting in his mansion with a 20-bedroom house. Yeah, um, just go ahead and ask to give him free chicken sandwiches free on chicken. their lunch. What kind of fuck shit is that? Yeah, that shit's crazy. Like, paint, like... Okay, cool. I'm gonna pay employees some vintage T-shirts. Tell like, me you don't value your employees. Yeah, by- literally. No, they just- they put it on like for like an hour online, and then like they got fucking attacked. And they yeah, what took the it fuck? Off. Give everybody a dollar raise, assholes. Yeah, a dollar raise or hire more people. Uh, yeah, you hire son of more a bitch. people. Like, bro, that's still unbelievable. That's wild. so crazy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, so uh, fuck you, Chick Fil A. Exactly. They could be our fuckboy of the week. Yeah. <laughs> all them, all them white men out there closing on Sundays and shit. <laughs> that's hilarious. 
All right. Well, before we go, you know, if you have uh, a request for the radio show, um, people have been hitting us up on Instagram, but hit us up. You can leave a voicemail, 775-800-9153. You can leave a voicemail. You can ask a question and be on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Get your question answered. Again, that number 775-800-9153 for requests, shout outs, call outs. Whatever you want to do, we'll put you on here as long as it's uh, legit yeah. and you're not out here being a fuckboy. Or if you want to talk shit and you only got Jordans, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate you guys for having no, me. No, th yeah. thanks for coming on. Great conversation. Yes, sir. You know? Great conversation. Yeah, and, uh, appreciate you. You know, And uh, again, for everyone listening, tell them where to find the store. Yes, sir. Hours. Yes. Uh, Hype Tea Mark. Uh, Hype Tea. We are Hype Tea. On, you can find us on Instagram at Hype Tea Market. Uh, T-E-A, like Boba Tea, obviously. Um, we are located at 1274 East Plum Lane, uh, Suite D, at the Costco Shopping Center right next to AT&T. Uh, open every day, 11 to 7. We sell sneakers and sell boba. And they are not closed on Sundays. We are not closed on Sundays. <laughs> seven days a week. There you go. You're here first. Check them out. Uh, until next time, make sure you tune in every Friday night from 9 to 11. We're season I play nothing but the best in all things hip-hop on 97.7 K-Week. Or if you are, you know, young and you don't listen to the radio, you can stream it online at kwinkradio.org. That's K-W-N-K.org. Check us out. You know, we got the homies before. We got Kiki before us. The homie Elzo after us. It's a whole night of hip-hop every Friday night. So uh, tune in and listen. Yeah, and just a lot of photo. Make sure you guys stay hydrated. So until next time, peace. Salud. Peace. Bye.